she's just one of the most beautiful people and i like can't handle her that's how i feel about gabrielle union i just think she's so beautiful i love her <laughs> intro time i saw Great. that record it and i was like thanks Good. so much please cut that i hate myself i don't think we caught the primordial part i wish we did but yeah it was doing the yeah. countdown that's the thing i hate the countdown so i'm like Thank i just want to like countdown. sneak into it hey amphies what what <laughs> it's intro time which means i should check out netflix <laughs> what? i i did not have the summaries prepared but i'm about to we're doing episodes 21 and 22 i know that that is for dang sure of season four of the vampire diaries entitled she's come undone and the walking dead heard of it um and she's come undone damon and stefan try to provoke elena into turning her humanity back on and caroline is frustrated when her attempt to intervene backfires classic caroline uh then over in walking dead as graduation approaches, Caroline tries to distract Elena by focusing on simple tasks. But Elena won't be swayed from her new obsession, dyeing her hair red small piece by small piece. <laughs> well, this, her new obsession is being so mad that she's like, I gotta kill Catherine. The angriest girl in the world at this time. <laughs> she doesn't touch the stuff, which is normal hair dye. I do wish that she was like, what you don't realize is that I'm just slowly dyeing my hair red. <laughs> All of it. But I'm just getting it one streak at a time. <laughs> Every episode is another streak. See, that would be good to me, actually. I would enjoy that. That would be like a a really like sociopathic, insane. Like that's how you know like something big is missing. Because she's slowly dying her hair red <laughs> strand by strand, like a absolute lunatic. <laughs> like what what are we gonna do to stop her? She's a mad woman. Look what she's doing to her hair. <laughs> By her just constantly buying boxes of dye at the pharmacy and just doing one at a time in front of Jeremy <laughs> while he cries. And he's like, stop it! Please! She can't hear you, Jeremy. You're a ghost. <laughs> the tragedy. And so we made it good. Season four is good now. Uh, we never said a bad thing about season four. Yeah, um, I'm editing our finale and we are having a time saying goodbye <laughs> so the the end is nigh gang oh yeah should we mention that uh since there are 23 episodes in season four the last episode oh. is going to be the standalone <laughs> we did note this in our last episode which you apparently you've not listened to which is why when i asked you a question about it you thought i was a crazy person <laughs> i have not do we we mention it and I have only listened to the first hour of our four hour episode. <laughs> we do so. know that it is a standalone episode. Oh, okay. So yeah, we will um if, in case you aren't there yet or you don't remember, we are just doing one episode for graduation. Uh and don't worry, it is three hours. <laughs> we don't have any new reviews to read. And well, hate us. Cause yeah, because nobody likes us. Um <laughs> But we do have a uh, timely announcement to make. Do we? Um, on the yeah, on the date this comes out, it'll be uh, you know within a fortnight uh, that you can <laughs> tune into our live one year anniversary. I mean, yeah, table. it'll be within a fortnight, but like. <laughs> 
<laughs> It'll be within. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't a Fortnite two weeks? Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't it's do anyone do that that quickly. So I was like, within a fortnight is safe. It'll be right? less than two weeks, much less, but it will be within it. Then there you go. Um, it on May twenty second at five p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can join us for our table read. Uh, we're going to be doing the Vampire Diaries pilot, as you know and love it. Um, and it'll be all of us and some special special guests. Um, and you can sign up on Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Here I go. Boom, boom. Come to our table read. <laughs> Stargazing some, something, something, Hit something, me with something, the cosmic something. Caught <laughs> up in a planetary, planetary world. world. <laughs> <laughs> something, Honestly? something, overdrive. Speed of light, I'm so alive. Okay. Could you Could be, you my, be supernova my supernova girl? girl? It's a planetary hydrostellar hydrostatic. There's no gravity between us. Our love is automatic. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom. Come to our table, read. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be exactly like that. But yeah, please come and you can find the link to register for the for the Zoom webinar on our socials and in our like link tree and stuff like that. But it'll be fun. Come see us. You can also prepare for our June book club. We're gonna read The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern. We don't have a date yet, though, so we'll keep you updated. Also, sometime we will watch Cult. Uh, do I have to watch Colts or is it just you guys? You can watch Colt. You can pop in on the Colt episodes. Because unlike Legacies, it's not like really going to spoil you for things. Fair enough. Um, then, then Colt we shall at a, <laughs> at a date later to be announced. Gang, do you have anything else to say or should we just let them get into what I assume is a seven hour episode on these episodes <laughs> of the Vampire Diaries? I'm just going to say... I know what you're saying when you say you don't have to edit these episodes, but yes, we do. <laughs> Even if we're not cutting out things that aren't supposed to be said, we still have to make things, you know, link up, not overlap. Gotta get me clearing my throat out. <laughs> I can't sit still, so I'm always moving. She's always <laughs> fucking moving. If you, in a pre-Vicky's Best world, if you heard an unedited version of Jill's audio, you would just the clinking of the mic like the t- <laughs> I know what it looks like in sound wave form now so I can kind of even just take it out before I even hear it it's very cute <laughs> and that's not even counting like the echo from her earbuds when we speak and then we have to cut out uh, the many uh, dumb things that I say and mean things that I say what are you talking about footage not found <laughs> Some, there's too many to we have to cut out the things where i'm like just saying and here's this shitty thing about this person we do have to cut out uh stories about real bad people <laughs> but um anyways without further ado please enjoy this episode of the empire diaries please <laughs> zoom 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 Hello and welcome to the Empire Diaries. We know the risk, 
when we had the podcast because we are the bad girls of podcasting. I don't know if this nickname's even like tracking because we're so far ahead. <laughs> I think it's good. I really like it. So for what that's worth. Okay, good. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Bayfield. And today we are talking episodes 21 and 22 of season four of The Vampire Diaries. She's come undone and The Walking Dead. Uh, And no, we are not talking about episode 23, Graduation, which is the season finale. That gets its own special episode. (laughs) A very special episode. Where we sing vitamin C for three hours. (laughs) Yeah, just so that it's like an equal running time with all of our other episodes. (laughs) Yes. So, um, as always, we have to ask first things first. Jill, how did you feel about these episodes of television? Um, I had a great time during these episodes. Um, Yay! It did not feel like season four. <laughs> <laughs> happiness, basically. It was like happiness and joy, even like in the chaos. Like the chaos mm-hmm. was like so well-directed that you could be like, I love this. Because these yeah. were like some really well-directed episodes too. Yes. Yeah. They, they looked good. Yeah, these were so fun. I definitely, I think I like The Walking Dead more, uh, mm-hmm. even though I don't like how it ended. Because yeah. Fuck oh, that. Love how it ended with your, the return of your love, Galen Vaughn. I did Vaughn. like, he got one line. He got one line. <laughs> he was, hello, it's me, Galen I Vaughn. <laughs> I missed him. Come on, Galen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a, re- a real highlight for us. <laughs> We're like, this is a great episode, but you know what really bumped it up a notch? The return of Galen Vaughn and Alexander, the one with the also strange accent. Uh, I was I was laughing hysterically when I saw him. Seeing him just like walking around. This fucking gruesome motherfucker. <laughs> it really, he really is the gruesome wannabe. He is, and I I love that. I think I think the show could do uh, to steal more things from Angel. Agreed. Uh, so Jill obviously enjoyed these episodes. Uh, Morgan, do you remember your original memories of these episodes? I don't think uh, you do. I not not super. I, I know I was happy to see all of our dead friends. I Galen. just because I know myself, uh, <laughs> like our, our dead friends, Galen Vaughn. <laughs> Um, uh, I remember, um, what do I remember? I, th- like, I binged the end of four, like, after I kind of dropped off a little bit. Because you were so tired of four? Because I, yeah, I, I, I struggled. And I remember when they, like, killed Bonnie. I was like, for fucking, like, uh-huh. okay, like, and that's the thing we're doing with Bonnie now? <laughs> like, all right. Like, it was part of my, like, fatigue with the way the writers were treating her which like went into like me feeling like fatigued with the character because I was like if they're always gonna write her like this I'm not even happy to see her anymore like if she's always just gonna be like miserable and like just existing to sacrifice herself for others like this isn't doesn't feel like she has anything going on for herself and it like bummed me out hard um probably like the matt stuff because you know i'm me (laughs) but besides that i cannot remember much latoya what do you remember of your first reactions to this i feel like i'm also in the same boat as you in terms of not really remembering anything 
So I'm, I, I, I vaguely remembered uh, the torture they did on Elena in the first episode. Like I, I, I kind of flooding back to me with the, the, the window with the sun and then mm-hmm. her being like, how oh, about I just try to kill myself and <laughs> that being a good trick. Uh, mm-hmm. But really that's mostly it actually. I, I was pleasantly surprised uh, rewatching this. So that's yeah. good too. <laughs> it was nice. It felt more like the vampire diaries. It was, our, it was a good our time. Show. Our show was back. I loved the Bonnie Kathy team up. I was yes. so into it. That was good. That yeah, they just fucking ruined it. <laughs> I mean, really, the only body Catherine we've ever gotten is when uh, Catherine pretended to be Elena and zooped away. Zooped. <laughs> uh, that seems so funny to just yeah. leave Bonnie like, uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's like the one scene where they they find like they first meet in season two, and then that scene, and that's like it basically. <laughs> well, glad to see our dream team together once more. <laughs> um uh, Jill, should we talk any predictions for the finale or should we get like right into the meat of these guys? Let's get into the meat so I can remember <laughs> everything that happened. <laughs> Hell <That's> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh we open uh at Mystic Falls High. Uh we're outside. Elena's in a cream leather jacket. I feel safe. Yeah, uh feel safe again after all this time in season four (laughs) it's so nice i was like ah yes my old friend um because it's such a glamorous outfit she looks great caroline's coming up to her like oh my god like i'm valedictorian help me write my speech and elena is the same uncaring uh (laughs) version of her that we've been seeing for the past couple episodes and she's like fuck that not interested and Caroline's like, come on, like we're graduating. This is it. We got to soak it all up. And then Elena stops and is like, wait a second. I like, I don't want to be here. I, I would never be here. <laughs> and um, she realizes that she is being manipulated. Damon appears behind her and is like, what's wrong with you? Don't you want to be with your friends? Graduation parties, caps, gowns, you know the drill. If you made it uh, cheerleading day, then she would have wanted to be there, like, honestly. Yeah, like, Damon, have you not learned anything? She likes <laughs> cheerleading. She hates high school. The one day this version of Elena went to school was cheerleading day, and that was it. If he really wanted to elicit some emotions, he should have, like, taken her to the salon to get an additional red streak. No! And then Elena would have been like, ah, yes, I remember feeling like I wanted something. I remember the practical choice I made to have a red streak. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so Elena's like, okay, we're not really here. We're in my head. And Damon's like, yeah, I wanted to show you all the things you've been missing out since you took that giant leap over the cuckoo's nest. And Elena's like, well, the last time I remembered it was prom and you guys kidnapped and starved me. (laughs) And he's like, well, I was trying to make you nostalgic for your past. And she says, it's not going to (laughs) work. Also, with that Cuckoo's Nest line, do you think they attempted to get Ian to do a Jack Nicholson impression? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I feel like he, w- why wouldn't he have done it? Like, if they asked, I can't imagine he would have said no. Well, no, I'm assuming that they, he did do it. And there are takes where he did do it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, we can't allow this. <laughs> uh, release the takes. 
<laughs> Release the Nicholson ticks. So um, the last moment of the scene is Damon saying, look, there are other ways I can provoke an emotional response out of you. So we cut to the Salvatore boys in the cellar and they and like Stefan's like still like you've been in her head for an hour and nothing's happening. <laughs> um, so they are keeping Elena inside a safe. Awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and they're and she's like barely conscious from all of the desiccation. And Damon's like, come on, ready to come out and play and opens it up. And Elena just falls on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and Elena tells them to go to hell. And they're like, cool, we'll just put you back in the fucking safe then. And Damon's like, look, we can do this a nice way or the other way. But either way, we're not stopping until you turn your humanity back on. So they're like, so think about it. And we'll just leave you here for a while because we have all the time in the fucking world. <laughs> so, again, things are looking not so great uh, on the uh, quest to bring Elena's humanity back. I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I feel like I have to. Mm -hmm. How is, like, everyone not failing out of Mystic Falls High? Um, Caroline's the only one I believe is possible. Caroline and Bonnie, because, you know, Bonnie keeps up appearances and she still goes to school and is prom queen, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the rest of them, they could all be failing. Yeah, I can't imagine they're not. Like, maybe Elena is just compelled teachers. I'm sure she probably has by now, yeah. I'm sure Stefan's been doing that forever. Like, he's always going to school. Yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, I, I wonder, I, I love to think about Stefan doing his homework. I love to think about it so much. I, I love to think about <laughs> Stefan, like, having to kill someone and then being like, fuck, I have a Spanish worksheet and going home. <laughs> I just want to see him be like, they changed math? <laughs> It's like a Rebecca and the Italian thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guys, I'm really going to miss high school for them. Like, we're going to go to college and it's different. You know, it's always different. Yeah, college is always different. And it's fun to see how uh, long shows have the patience to do college. Because, like, most shows just, like, are like, yeah, they're in college for the first year they're in college. And then the second year, it's like, they're totally in college, just off screen. Like, and it's like Nate Archibald has a newspaper. Yes, Buffy gives up on it. Gossip Girl, like everybody gives up on college and is suddenly an adult. Like, uh, remember when Serena deferred her first year of college and was like, I'm totally going to go to college. And I was like, buddy, <laughs> why would you ever need to go to college? The privilege of, of most of them even getting into college. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't know why I see most of them. It's literally just Nate and Serena. Yeah, I cannot, like, that. Like Yale wants Nate. The rest of them actually are smart. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't deny the rest of them actually are intelligent people. Like, It's insane that Chuck just doesn't go to college. He's just like, yeah, I graduated high school and now I'm going to run a billion dollar corporation. Huh? I'll give him this. He recognizes his privilege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Chuck Bass, woke king. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't even kid. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Oh my God. Um, should we? Uh, I'll I'll jump us right back into the app. Uh, so we cut to uh, Stephanie and Caroline, and they're like hanging out in the brown liquor drinking room. <laughs> 
And Caroline wants to see Elena. And Stefan says, you know, we're not letting anyone see her. Like, isolation leads to misery, leads to emotion. And Caroline's like, well, it doesn't seem like it's working. (laughs) And Stefan says, look, she doesn't want to. She's devastated. She lost her brother. She attacked her friend. She killed an innocent woman. And Caroline's like, but you guys said you knew how to help her. And Stefan says, I did say that. And we are. And he he goes on to explain that it's not so much torture as it is an intervention. This is the only chance we have with her is to provoke her, to trigger something. Fear, anger, self-pity, anything. So Caroline asks for a chance to take a swing. She's like, if she's weak, she can't hurt me. Just let me try. I mean, that is a point. They are vampires. And this is the this is what you have to do to bring someone's humanity back. Like, it's not pretty, but it's like, there's not an easy way to do this. Because there's a, there's a, if it was easy. Then everyone would do it. <laughs> I mean, so you're saying it, if, it, if it takes love, then everyone should be sired to everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh, my God. Every time I don't want to think about it, I have to think about it. Uh, <laughs> the season four motto. Guys, we're almost done. And again, (laughs) we enjoy these episodes a lot. (laughs) Yes. So Caroline goes down to the cellar. She gives Elena a little bit of blood and a little glass bottle. And I'm sorry, Caroline. I love you, but that was stupid as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She's like, come on. Like, I thought I would maybe help your brain work. (laughs) And Elena's like, you need to give up on me. Like, I'm not interested in you helping me anymore. Just move the fuck on. And Caroline, of course... Our sweet little angel says, I'm not going to give up on you. Uh, Elena then proceeds to be a huge bitch. (laughs) What? Not Elena. Yeah, right? Not humanity-less Elena. (laughs) I don't believe you. You're lying. The ray of sunshine. (laughs) Uh, She calls her annoying. She calls her clingy. She's like, you scared off both your boyfriends. Like, I know we said Tyler was running for his life, but maybe he was running from you. And Klaus, I mean, let's just say it. Nobody likes a tease. Uh, which is fair. Oh, I mean, this simp does. <laughs> this simp-ass bitch does. Klaus is not complaining. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so... He's such a simp that we believed it was him, like, returning from New Orleans. Because like, that's just who he is. God, I fell for that so quick. <laughs> that's how they get you. It is so his MO to just be like, I found out I have a child and I have this new fresh start for my life. The first thing I got to do, go back and ask an 18 year old to hang out with me. <laughs> yeah. Deadbeat dad Klaus uh, for the win. But I guess, yeah, that, again, that is the sign that, um, you know, he's not Klaus because like he doesn't know the, the whole baby part of it all. Yeah, like, I know. I know he's in New Orleans, and I can go into obviously Caroline's mind, but the whole <laughs> baby part that you know, Claus would probably say, <laughs> "Yeah, he'd be like, I have a child now. Doesn't that make you want to save me even more? <laughs> I, I impregnated that dreadful wolf girl. <laughs> <laughs> now she can never be with Tyler. <laughs> huh? <laughs> can we actually? Since you mentioned it, since it's not going to be addressed again, really. Can we just like uh, wrap up the whole Haley possibly having things for t- a thing for Tyler that none of us bought ever? Yeah. Um, th- yeah, we're done with that. Thank goodness. Um, it was How so. How dare she weird. not have feelings for Tyler? Because <laughs> she's gay. Can't relate. <laughs> gay except for Klaus. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
sexuality is a spectrum you are right you are right um but geez um that was a weird thing we half played yeah we we really like we quarter played it honestly yeah we had like one look (laughs) cake was both had and eaten too like it it was very weird I mean, again, Phoebe Tonkin is, as far as I know, a, a straight woman. But, like, she kind of played it like uh, Katie McGrath does, where, she, like, she acts like she's disgusted by the possibility of, of having to play straight. <laughs> That's how she played it every time she had to be like, maybe I have feelings for Ty. Oh, my God. Uh, I The amount of pictures I, have take, I took of, like, Lena about to and, like, just having kissed James where she's just, like, like the the faces she would make and i know it's like you can pause on someone's expression anytime and you know find something slightly unflattering but she did really seem to wince before many of their scenes (laughs) which it was not a good fit it did not help the narrative like them trying to be like don't look her character's straight like it it wasn't as convincing as as they could have been Caroline tries to appeal to her and is like, you can't stay this way forever. We're about to graduate and start our lives. And Elaine is like, are you seriously fucking talking to me about high school graduation? She calls her pathetic. And she's like, when you're in that cap and gown pretending to be human while your mom fake smiles and just counts down the minutes until you leave town so that you can stop being a reminder that her daughter is a repulsive, blood-sucking, control-freak monster. I wanted to punch her in the face. The disrespect to Liz Forbes in this episode, no, it will not stand. I I was I was very uh unwell. Um I'm gonna blame it on quarantine, but also me liking the show a lot. I was like, I wanna hug my mom <laughs> during this episode of the show. Uh, I was very sad. I started crying, and a uh, friend of the pod, Michael Chasen, was like, "Are you okay?" And I could not hear him through my headphones, so he asked like ten times, and apparently got more and more worried. And I was like, "What are you?" And I was like, "Oh, I, I miss my m- mom." <laughs> And that only made him more worried. But I was like, obviously, I can't pause this episode because I have a solemn duty to, you know, all of you and all of our listeners. I probably should have. But I was just like, it's fine. It's fine. And it was very nice to watch the episode with you guys. I found it very cathartic. But yes, the Liz Forbes slander will not stand. Um, so, uh, Elena says, like, it's really too bad Stefan stopped me before I put you out of your misery. But hey, here's to second chances. She tries to kill Caroline. Caroline snaps her neck and, like, sees Stefan and is like, do whatever you have to do. I'll be upstairs. Like, so, not even Caroline believes in Elena anymore. That's bleak. (laughs) fucking sad like right like then we go to the grill and we have this uh rebecca and matt scene and it's so cute like she's clearly like i guess she's been at the grill for like an entire afternoon trying to get matt to notice her and it has not worked i don't i don't think she's trying to give him to notice her that much because mostly she's just focusing on drinking but like she also wanted him to notice her yeah like um matt's like oh see you compelled the bartenders again which latoya pointed out those, Those poor, poor bartenders. <laughs> we thought we were getting out unscathed this season, but no. 
<laughs> oh, so sad. So she's like, yeah, I just am like celebrating actually. I'm not sad at all. Like my brothers and I have parted company. Elijah and Nick have run off to New Orleans chasing God knows what. And I'm finally free. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you seem super happy. What if Matt with Silas is, is like signed the contract, Claire? Um, and like Matt's like yeah I heard about all of that and she's like did you hear I lost the cure to Silas and he's like yeah I'm sorry I know that you wanted it and she's like whatever you would steal it for Elena if I had gotten it anyways she says I never had a chance did I and she's very sad and Matt says look I meant what I said but if you want to feel sorry for yourself go ahead Matt really has no problem just telling it like it is to to Rebecca which is it's impressive, I will say. Yeah, it's very brave. Like he tries to, uh, Rebecca tries to get him to stay and have a drink with her. And she's like, no, I have to meet Caroline. And she's like, oh, they're keeping her trapped in the Salvatore mansion. She says, I happen to like her just the way she is. It's tragic. They're trying so desperately to fix something that isn't broken. And then uh, Matt uh, drags the fuck out of her by saying, Elena was my friend long before she was your mean girl sidekick. So if you're upset that you lost the cure and your brothers ditched you, why are you still in Mystic Falls? Some of us don't have the option of leaving. Some of us are broke and failing all our classes and stuck here. So why don't you take your freedom and get the hell out of town? I would. Go off. (laughs) Proud proud of my boy. (laughs) I think I know who your crush is going to be for this, these episodes. What? <laughs> who, me? Moi? Uh, so then over at the house, um, we have a call with Caroline and Bonnie. And Caroline's like, Bonnie, I've left you like 50 messages. Like, where are you? Oh, I'm like, sorry, left you 90 million messages. <laughs> uh, Bonnie is at a diner and she's like, oh, I'm studying French. We have finals, remember? Bitch. You're not studying shit. Also, like, this girl knows Latin pretty well. I feel like she knows French. And as I've been told, if you know Latin, then you know everything. Exactly. And yeah. I think Bonnie knows everything. She has expression on her side. Yeah, I believe she should just express A's on all of her tests. I believe in you, Bonnie. You're going to pass. So Caroline's like, Bonnie, I could really use your help over here. Like, Elena's doing horribly. And Bonnie's like, really, do you want me there for moral support or because you want to check up on me? And she's like, moral support and maybe just a tiny check in to make sure that Silas isn't playing any more pesky little mind games with you. (laughs) Uh, Sweetheart, what a good friend. Uh, But Bonnie's like, look, I'm fine. Silas doesn't control me anymore. But like, I also don't want to see Elena. I'm not quite ready to forgive and forget her for trying to kill me. So bye. (laughs) So she hangs up. But it's because she's being joined by a guest, and that guest is Kathy, baby. The dream team. This Hell is the yeah. mess around we've always wanted. Yes, it fucking rules. Like, she's like, Catherine's like, ooh, like, uh, lying, scheming, and a secret rendezvous with moi. Not very Bonnie Bennetty, especially when Elena needs her favorite witch. <laughs> Killing it. I love her. Also, again, Bonnie could have solved this whole Elena thing in like five minutes. <laughs> Make her suffer. <laughs> For real. Like, they're tor- like, why torture her slowly and not as effectively? <laughs> like, whatever. We Obviously, we see what does end up being too much for Bonnie. And it's something much bigger than what she'd be doing with Elena. It'd be fine. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, expression's good. Oh, no, yeah. Expression's never done anything wrong in its life. <laughs> um, so Bonnie's like, I need your help with something. And Catherine's like, well, lucky for you, I have some time on my hands. You said I have, you have an offer I can't refuse. Well, by all means, what do you have in mind? So mess around, mess, mess around, around, mess, mess around. around. Uh, so then we have some sunlight torture with the boys and Elena. <laughs> that makes us sound so happy. I know. They take they take a ring, they tie her to the chair, and they open the curtains on her. Jill, did you like this torture? You like torture, right? I do like torture, but um, this is kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Not really. I, not your fave torture. It's not sexy torture. This is like, okay, Elena, stop being a fucking bitch. <laughs> Let's get going. It's a serious torture. It's a, it's a grown-up torture. Yeah. So Elena's kind of kind of in the same bit as you. She's pissed. She's over it. She's like, you guys aren't going to really do shit. And anything you do do, like once I have my humanity on, I'm going to – I know. Sorry. I'm going to remember all of it and I'm going to be pissed at you forever. Bitch, no. you're not going to give a shit. <laughs> Like, that's so fucking stupid. She's like, I'll remember all this and I'll hate both of you for it. And Damon's like, whatever, we'll take the fucking risk. So she, they like open the curtains and she catches on fire. Uh, And they like put her out with a fire extinguisher. And Elena's like, I'm going to kill you. And they're like, see, you're mad. Like, that's a feeling. (laughs) And Stefan's like, look, we don't want to do this. You can stop this whenever you want by turning your humanity back on. And uh, Elena's like, oh, I bet you kind of like pulling back the curtain, you know, because I dumped you and all. It must be fun to torture me. And Damon's like, huh, sounds like more emotions. (laughs) And Elena's like, just, ugh, like, let me guess, this hurts you more than it hurts me. But uh, yeah, torture, torture, torture. Uh, she is hurt and her face burns a bunch. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to do torture. <laughs> God, things that are being said on this podcast by you two. I haven't said anything about torture. Uh, this incriminating uh, discussion. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, torture is never fun. Uh, so then we have a Caroline and Matt talk outside. And Caroline is like, ugh, like, let's keep talking. Like, I don't want to listen to this. Like, even with all of this going on, Caroline can't stand to hear Elena in pain because she's a sweet baby angel. <laughs> um, so she also, uh, only furthering her sweet baby angel agenda, mentions that she has ordered Matt a cap and gown because <laughs> oh, she so knew cute. he'd forget. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's so friggin' cute and she's like yeah i got one for elena too and i just oh i can't it's too much they're too sweet to each other and matt's like don't worry it's gonna work we're gonna get elena back then who pops up but rebecca she's like hey i know that the only thing the boys keep in this house is blood and booze so here's some food Ugh queen so matt's like thank you and caroline's like um get the fuck out of here like we're not interested in your amends rude and rebecca's like well matt mentioned he's failing all his classes so i thought he might want someone to study with caroline freaks the fuck out and is like you're failing why didn't you ask me to study (laughs) which um i relate i would be equally that anxious about that of course 
And Matt's like, I don't know. I'm not like failing. I'm just behind in history and Italian and math. <laughs> so Matt says, yeah, well, the year's been a little distracting. And uh, Caroline and Rebecca agree to help him study. And Caroline's like, I got to go home and get my flashcards and my study guides and some energy bars. This is going to be so good. And she like gives them a double thumbs up and leaves. And I die. Um, Rebecca's like, you dated that? And Matt really? says, she likes projects. <laughs> Do you Adorable. guys get it? Because he's a project. Yes, Morgan, we get it. I love it. <laughs> Should we do crushes now? <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Uh, you don't even know. Maybe I'll surprise you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so then Caroline is outside only to find, dun-dun-dun, Klaus stalking her. But he's supposed to be in New Orleans. I swore I just saw him there. Which is why I yelled, get a job, stay away from her in the chat. Job is simping for Marcel. Same. Uh. (laughs) You're like, I wish Marcel was in these episodes. The only thing to make them better. I wish someone would pay me to simp for Marcel. (laughs) In this economy. Big Stampin'. Big Stampin'. So we go back to the diner for our bon- our next Bonnie and Kathy scene. <laughs> And um, Bonnie explains that she wants Silas's tombstone. She's like, you're a pack rat. I know you took it. And obviously, for those of you playing at home, you probably remember that this tombstone also has all of this like calcified Ketsia blood on it. So it's very powerful. Um, Bonnie goes on to be like, hey, just so you know, Silas could never get into my head. Never in a million years. Please remember this for later. <laughs> uh, the real prank Sinatra, I just gotta say, and I uh, respect that. Yeah, it's a pretty good prank. Uh, so Bonnie says, "Bring me the tombstone. Help me stop Silas from unleashing hell on Earth. Believe me, I'll make it worth your while." Uh, so another uh, uneasy alliance. That's classic Vampire Diaries, baby. I love it. Two queens. I mean, Catherine doesn't really have any reason to dislike Bonnie. I mean, yes, Bonnie is like best friends with Elena, but like. Bonnie's not really done anything to her, right? Yeah, she just kind of, like, hates anyone that is, like, even minorly a goody two-shoes. And I guess like, pissed at Emily for, like, being a little bitch. <laughs> like, Bonnie's so sweet and self-sacrificing, and I feel like Catherine's like, ew, why would you give your own life for anyone? <laughs> Gross. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Catherine should, like, want to take her under her wing and t- teach her how to be selfish. <laughs> Wait, but like Bonnie does need selfishness lessons from Catherine. Yeah. It's okay to be a little selfish. Like, you know, you put your ma- your like air mask on before you do it for others. And well, Bonnie's not okay to be selfish because remember the fandom, if, if Bonnie's even a little bit selfish, we got to put her in her place. Yeah. We haven't talked about the fandom reaction in a while to Bonnie because we have to also acknowledge how that informs a lot of things. Oh, yeah. no. Uh-huh. You don't want to get too uppity because you know how they'll react. <sighs> yeah, that's mm. really fucked. 
Um, but uh, I, as 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 a as a fan, uh, I would have loved to see Bonnie uh, stick up for herself because she, you know, deserves uh, to give herself as much consideration as she gives everybody else. And I wish that everyone would consider her every once in a while. Mm. It's crazy talk. You're right. I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so back to the Salvatore boys' house, uh, we're still torturing Elena with sunlight, and Damon's like, you're going to thank me for this once you have your humanity back. You'll realize life with no emotions blew. <laughs> and Elena says, you know what else blew? Being sired to you. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, it was all fake. Like, I hated it. Go ahead. Keep trying to get the old me back. Who knows? Maybe Stefan and I will give it another go. <laughs> Pretty good. That was really good. I'm I'm a fan. I shouted same. <laughs> you know, finally, we were all like, "Yes, humanity, Selena, we actually love you. You've never said a bad thing about you." Yeah. <laughs> um, Elena then uh like zoops up, rips the curtains down, and tries to burn herself to death. And I'm like, Elena wanting the D. Maybe she is returning. <laughs> Uh, then the boys, of course, save her and, like, fire extinguish her and get her in a shadow. And she says, I am the girl that you love. You wouldn't do anything to actually hurt me. You just proved that. So what do I really have to be afraid of? Uh, yeah, she got him there. Fair enough. <laughs> so, um, we cut to a front lawn scene between the boys, which is so nice. I like when they're outside. It's, it's nice. It's a nice change. Yeah, it looks like they kind of just booked a, a day of having like the actual location. So they use it as much as humanly possible for this episode. Yeah, and it's just like, it's, I don't know, it's so nice. Like, it really makes a difference. Like, you can do scenes on your stages and stuff and you're, everyone's used to it. But I feel like it is such like a like breath of fresh air when you can uh, even just be outside. Like, even just being on the porch with, like, on the cry porch was always such a relief. And of course, oh, that cry porch is I miss the Gilbert house, god damn it. The, honestly, the burning of the Gilbert, like, set is one of the hugest, like, status quo changes that happens in this season. It fucks me up. I do not like not having that house anymore. I mean, you kind of just, like, brush past it. Jesus, we haven't really gotten to more than that. I miss that house so fucking much. So much happens in that house. It is like, I have so many fond show memories in there. Like, it just like sucks to think you'll like never go there again, you know? Great, that's making me sad. That's the thing making me really fucking sad. We gotta go to college, guys. <laughs> you gotta see the, you gotta see their improbably sized dorm room. Sorry for the spoiler there. I hate um I hate uh TV show dorms. They make me so mad because they're always like big and beautiful. And I'm like, fuck you. The walls should be cinder block. It should be the size yeah. of a closet. And it should be like absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Uh but whatever. So the boys are outside, they're talking. Stefan's like, well, the problem is that like Elena has nothing to come back to. You're like, her home's gone. Her family's gone. She alienated her friends. She destroyed her relationships. And Damon's like, no, no, no. She wants to come back. Scaring the hell out of her should have worked. She's smart. She knows we're not going to hurt her. So the decision these two very smart boys make 
is that they need someone who actually will hurt her to do the torturing for them. And they decide that person should be Catherine. And Stefan's like, look, she's the reason Jeremy's dead. If anyone's going to provoke an emotion, it's going to be her. And Damon's like, so you think we should just like call her and she'll do this? Like, it's Catherine. Like, she wouldn't help us ever. And Stefan says, Catherine was just abandoned by Elijah. She has nothing. She has no one. We invite her into our house to come torture Elena. There's no way she's turning that down. So there, here we have like the actual bullshit of uh, Catherine being played by Nina, which is the fact that like Catherine can't like be part of the original spinoff. Like we can have Catherine and Elijah as a couple, mm-hmm. but like Nina's not doing two shows as a series regular. I know. And it sucks. Like I wish that we could have Catherine. Like, but the thing is also, uh, there's another thing I want to talk about with the originals that we kind of like can't talk about yet. Like use... ESP to tell me. I'm telling you, like, there's, I believe that there's another character who should have moved to the originals who doesn't, and I'm bummed about it. Jeremy? No, I think Matt should have gone. Like, looking back at it now, like, why, like, Matt and Rebecca should have, like, gone to the originals together as a couple. But it also, well, I mean, I guess that, I don't know if Matt could last on the show, though. (laughs) Not, like, living wise, but I feel like he would probably have to, to bow out. Yeah, I just, like, wanted, like, someone for, like, I, I wish, like, Rebecca could have had more of an ally. Like, a season. Like, give us a season of Matt being there. Like, a, a season of Matt being there. Yeah. Do that. Would have been nice. Because I actually also can't remember what Matt does for most of season five of Vampire Diaries. That's why I'm like, give it a shot. I remember the top of season five from Matt. You could forget. <laughs> I never will. I, I will never forget. What? That's a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. <laughs> um, anyways. Will loves our bits. <laughs> I, oh, what could you possibly be talking about? We've hinted at it so many times over the course of this podcast. I am so excited to watch the season five premiere with you, Jill. For for one reason and one reason alone. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say there's not other good things that happen, but there's only one thing I care about watching with you specifically. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, we then go to the woods and we, we have this uh, Caroline and in quotes Klaus scene. Uh, we yeah. went kind of crazy during this scene. We really did. Uh, is there anything from the chat you guys would like to highlight? Because we were going pretty feral. Uh, Morgan, oh my god, you have a baby. Well, <laughs> enough. Morgan, go to the baby. <laughs> Morgan, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Me, deadbeat dad Klaus. Morgan, long it's just long with a bunch of o's oh it's because he says long in a way i I, here's the thing is that i got horny during this scene (laughs) we all got horny during this scene i have regrets i'm gonna find the line because he oh yeah he says deep down you long to have your perfect feathers ruffled and i was like excuse who me (laughs) um he like Caroline's like, I thought you got a spinoff. And he's like, I mean, I did, but why don't you come? <laughs> like, be on my spinoff with me. And she's like, no, thank you. Because I, I know you deleted that voicemail I left you. <laughs> I'm standing in the middle of my favorite place. <laughs> 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 she's 
She's like, yeah, I heard that fucking voicemail you gave me with all the trumpets in the background. (laughs) Not interested. So um, Caroline's like, you think I'm afraid of you? And he says, wouldn't it be more accurate to say you're afraid of yourself, your darkest desires? And this is what he says, you know, like Elena was right. Deep down, you long to have your perfect feathers ruffled. And she's like, wait, how did you know what Elena said to me? Then she realizes that he is Silas and he shoves her against a tree and chokes her. And then Silas proceeds to fuck with Caroline for the, these two episodes. Holy shit. Like, why did Silas he target her like that? Just, I guess, as Bonnie's best friend? I get it. Like, she's like the one who doesn't have someone. To, like, she, she's technically, I guess, like the quote unquote weak loner of the pack like now that she doesn't have tyler with her to kind of be like her sidekick bonnie's too powerful elena's with the boys like the three of them are such a unit matt unfortunately it's just like human life means nothing to all of us Matt can't do anything there's no reason for silas to fuck with him like matt can't do anything yeah and it's like kind of the same with rebecca so if he wants to get to bonnie like it has to be through caroline he already fucked with rebecca so he doesn't need to do it again he got what he needed he got the, the cure so yeah, uh, but it's still fucked. Like, he, like, screams at Caroline and is like, where's Bonnie? Like, she's not home. She's not anywhere. She's playing games with me, and I don't like it. Uh, then oh. he does some, like, sexy ear whispering. And I'm, again, like, what are we doing here? I think we can't talk about yet, but I think I'm realizing now he might have a reason for specifically targeting Caroline even more. Mm. Okay. I yeah. don't know what? if you could tell me telepathically or text me or or just message me on the chat. Yeah, um, we do. Let me, let me see if I can do the the, the chat to you and not actually okay to Morgan. <laughs> That's me. I love shady Zoom chatting. I'm sorry, Jill. <laughs> hey, Jill. You're great. Hey. <laughs> You're a good kid. I'm a fan of you. <laughs> uh, I sent you the thing. Perhaps. Perhaps. I, th- I thought that's what you might have meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so excited. <laughs> yeah, he he really fucks with her in a way that's not necessary. He didn't yeah. even do that much to Klaus. He just did the, the one thing which was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. So uh, Silas stabs the fuck out of Caroline and like leaves her on the ground unconscious. Things are not looking good. No, thank you. We cut to Matt and Rebecca, and Matt is using like the AT and T translate thing on his phone. Um, I love to translate with AT and T. A great company. It's good. Rosetta Stone. What's that? I like AT and T when I translate. <laughs> Money, please. Money, please. <laughs> So Rebecca's like, isn't that kind of cheating? And he's like, well, not everyone's had a thousand years to learn everything about everything. And Rebecca's like, well, I'm not sure how good I am at modern Italian. I was fluent in the 12th century, but languages have a way of evolving. And Matt's like, well, can you help me or not? And she's like, of course I can. Like, I'm teasing you. And Matt goes, I'm sorry. I just don't want to be left behind while all my friends go to college and I'm the only repeat senior. Um <laughs> Uh. <laughs> like hey imagine if like xander harris was likable yeah there you go <laughs> like, it really hurts it hurts so fucking much she says the only reason you're failing is because you're preoccupied with training doomed hunters and dealing with elena's drama you need better friends 
uh yes like me <laughs> he does need better friends but like rebecca you can be a shitty friend yeah also, rebecca <laughs> tell this to bonnie like bonnie bex and matt the dream team oh my god oh, I, I, would, I would watch that spinoff oh i would die ever like it'd be so nice like oh if they just all agreed to look out for themselves and each other no one could stop them oh, i love them so much <laughs> God, we're so sad. Uh, yeah, all of us just being like, huh, what if the three saddest characters were best friends and made sure that no one ever hurt their little sadness collective? <laughs> That's what the spinoff would be called, the sadness collective. <laughs> Real sad hours over here, guys. We're doing great. Doing great. It's getting darker earlier outside. <laughs> So um, Rebecca offers to compel him some good grades and a scholarship. And he says, I don't want to do that. And she says, why? Everyone needs an advantage in life. I could be yours. Which, like, is so cool. She says that Matt, like, when he convinced her to save April's life at the prom, like, taught her that she could be a better person. She says, I'm so grateful for that. So let me give you some advice. Take advantage of what I'm offering you. Make something of yourself. And for the record, anyone who leaves you behind is a fool. I wouldn't. <laughs> um, that's what Matt deserves. They're so cute. They are. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's very sweet. But at the same time, I'm like, they have no idea what like they're going to do with, if they have anything to do with Claire next season on either show. They don't know if they'll have her. That's like the, the vibe I'm getting in these episodes. But like, we got to like uh, wrap this up because yeah. we have no idea if we'll have her for either show next season. Yeah, and so Catherine kind of comes in and spoils this moment, but uh, Jill, I can't believe you're excited about a Matt ship. That's right? unbelievable. Well, Matt's been a bright spot of the season. He has. True. He's been like the one consistent <laughs> factor. But like during this whole scene, I was like, am I? This is, I'm feeling something. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on a real journey with Matt. <laughs> it's, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, just, I think this is like the best journey of the, of the entire podcast. Your like your journey with Matt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't like tank. <laughs> well, the journey with Tyler was like there was nothing, and then she loved him. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler's meteoric rise. <laughs> yeah, that no, was really a journey. It's like there's nothing, and then she's like, "I love him more than anything." That was it. <laughs> It's true. Protect him with my life. <laughs> yeah, this Matt thing's been more of a slow burn for you. Yeah. yeah. He's, still, yeah. he's a good boy. He is. Yeah, he's a sweet boy. This is, I can't believe season four. It's so rude to say season four is the season of Matt in my mind <laughs> since we all don't like it, but I guess it kind of is. At least he's written consistently this entire season. Yeah. Like, there's no moment where Matt was not himself. I mean, there's good, there's good Matt stuff. Yeah, I will say, uh, like, and I think I've said it before on the podcast, like, Julie has been very open about her love for Matt Donovan. She's like, I love Matt. Matt is a good boy. And I love him. And I do appreciate that if, uh, you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, I can appreciate that. But I don't think she's ever said anything like that about Bonnie. She has not. Uh, there are yeah. stuff she said about Matt that I can't reveal for spoiler reasons, but uh, I'm happy about it. <laughs> um, he a good boy. Uh, so then 
uh, Catherine's like, oh, what a beautiful sentiment and enters the room and is a huge bitch. Damon shows up and is like, what? You can't knock? And she says, sorry, I didn't realize we were standing on formalities. And Rebecca's like, why in the world are you here? She says, you didn't get the memo. I'm here to talk some sense into poor, emotionless Elena. (laughs) Matt is so pissed. He looks at Damon. He's like, are you out of your mind? Fair enough. Damon says, you got a better idea, prom king? I mean, let's not forget that Matt was plan B. We can never forget that Catherine really fucked with him. It's like, hey, why don't you get your best friend to try to kill you to activate his werewolf curse? Yeah, uh, he has understandable uh, reservations about working with Catherine. (laughs) But Damo's such an asshole. He's like, let the adults handle this. And Rebecca's like, Jesus, looks like the lunatics have taken over the asylum. And so Matt's leaving and he says that he's going to call Caroline. There's no way we're letting that psycho in there with Elena. Yay, defend your friend. (laughs) then we have a crazy wood spookies with caroline like she wakes up amazing it is so fucking good she wakes up and matt in quotes is like we have to get out of here yeah because i don't know if we've not like silas like stabbed her like he staked her in the heart but obviously that was bullshit yeah uh it's like so fucked up she like comes to you and matt's like there and caroline's like we have to leave like silas is out here he made me think like that it was klaus and matt's like what would silas want with you what are you talking about and caroline caroline's like he's trying to get to bonnie do you know where she is and then matt says if i knew where she was i wouldn't bother with you and it's silas again and he like chokes her again he's like get me bonnie or i'm going to kill someone maybe i'll start with your mother nope no 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 and at this point, I was like, because I because I don't they haven't really confirmed whether he can be anybody or if it's just dead people. Like people have died, so like Matt still counts as someone who has died too. Mm-hmm. Like because Liz, I guess, Liz Forbes is the one who confirmed it can be literally anybody, basically. Yeah. So she tries to run like back into the house, and Silas is like, nobody there can help you. Find me, Bonnie. And so she just has to, like, zoop away. And it's very, very scary. Like, she calls her mom and she's like, get home, lock the doors, don't let anyone inside, not even me, because I have a key so I can let myself in. And, like, Liz is understandably confused and freaked out. And Caroline's like, just fucking do it. I'm on my way. She has this moment where she, like, tries to back up and she sees, like, Silas's legs in her, like, rear window, like, camera. She's a Palpatine uh, Silas, as we call him. <laughs> yes. And it's it's fun. I'm like, I'm like, wow, what a great looking car with that camera. Um, I wish that I could buy it. <laughs> then she looks and like he's not there, so she just like zoops away and it's very tense and spooky. It's really well directed. This feels like good old fashioned horror-y stuff. Yeah, it's real like good horror shit. And like, this season we've talked a lot about how it's very much into the gore, and this is just like tension building horror like that's what that's what i like baby yeah i, I was think it looks great. so tense <laughs> right i was like it's i'm so just scared watching vampire diaries right now <laughs> <laughs> right jill they haven't scared you in a while <laughs> i know this is probably the top this has been the scariest moment <laughs> scarier than when elena ran into that tree <laughs> tough maybe a tie between those two <laughs> It's all because Silas has channeled the power of Ghostface. 
<laughs> the Ghostface vibes are wild. Like he does just sound like fully like Ghostface. It's very fun. Jill, are you ready to see Silas's true face? Because like, come on, obviously we're gonna see Silas's true face. Like we know this. Yeah, I figured he wasn't gone based on all of the hot jokes. I was like, this can't be it. <laughs> Um, who knows? I mean, maybe we'll never see his true face. I'm guessing next episode. Who knows? I'm pretty sure it's next episode. It has to be. Season finale. Next episode's called Graduation, not Silas Face Reveal, so I don't know why you would think it's next episode. That's a good point. I'm completely wrong. <laughs> As we know, the title say a little something about what's happening in the episode, and what's happening next is graduation. Imagine if it's just like 40 minutes of actual a graduation ceremony. <laughs> Someone off key singing for good from Wicked. It's like, hey, Galen Bond, we gotta take a timeout. We have to go to our graduation ceremony. He's like, he's like okay. Oh, graduate, Anaria. <laughs> oh, I love him. Jill, I haven't done any goddamn Caitlin Vaughn impressions. We, we keep doing it. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> well, I'm really good I'm, at it, so I can't really. Yeah, I can't beat Morgan. Well, yeah. neither can I, but I keep doing it. They're really fun to do. <laughs> um, when we all did our class impressions and still not Jill. <laughs> Jill keeps getting, getting out of these impressions. I'm Jill's- shy. <laughs> <laughs> Jill screaming, I'm shy. Right now, give us Galen Vaughn and give us Klaus Michelson. You gotta do it. Finally. Go do it. Yes! <laughs> All right. New drop for the show. <laughs> and now for Galen Vaughn? I I genuinely cannot do accents. <laughs> Good, it's just that, that little mix video again, and it's just Jill going, but I die. <laughs> I'm very happy. Uh, remember how unhappy we were at the beginning of the season? Oh, man. <sighs> we're in, genuinely enjoying talking about this episode. Yeah, I'm having fun, gang. I hope you are, too. Uh, again, apologies for how not having fun we were early, early on, and for most of the season. Yeah, I'm worried about editing these. <laughs> I, I think I hope they understand. They understand, right? I'm gonna add a bunch of kazoo sounds. I think they're fair points. A lot of fair points being made for the season. So I was gonna say, hopefully, we don't like ruin that poor listeners. <laughs> It was like, I can't wait to like swoon over season four with you. It's like, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, I think maybe they should be happy because it seems like we're going to be pretty positive about season five. Like from what I remember, my big problem with season five is just what ultimately ends up being the big bad. But everyone seems to have their brains back, which I think yeah. is the problem with four. And we'll talk about the... If we think that a major, something in season five breaks the mythology of the show. We will talk about it. I mean, I think it's hilarious. Not for, like thinking back now, but I remember at the time being like, I, I don't know if this is good. The fact that I don't even know what you're talking about is, uh, is a big deal. Wow. I'm going gonna, gonna to go sneak into the chat again. Sneaky, 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 sneaky. I'll just be Sorry. here. 
Hey, Joe. I need to work on my accents. I need to <laughs> I'll get you like a dialogue. Do it right now. Just work on me. Repeat after me. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Right? Um, Top of the morning. (laughs) Top of the The fear in Jill's eyes. (laughs) To hear someone say top of the morning while looking completely terrified (laughs) is a unique experience. I hope each and every one of you listening at home can get someday. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, I will spare Jill and I will go on to talk about Catherine opening the safe, finding Elena and saying, oh, honey, you look awful. <laughs> um, great. Good. Um, Catherine says, your boyfriends invited me. They want to know if you still have a heart. <laughs> I'm so happy. She immediately, of course, plunges her hand into Elena's chest cavity and grabs her heart. She's like, huh, there it is. I was like, there's definitely dirty fanfic about this scene, right? I mean, fingers crossed. There's gotta be. <laughs> I hope so. I feel like there's not that much slash fic in the fandom, but that just might be because I didn't seek it out a ton because I thought I was straight for so much of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I can't look at the gay stuff. Just in- It'll make me gay. <laughs> Ha ha, loser, you were already gay. <laughs> if you in Arizona, if you read gay fanfic, it turns you gay. If you read gay fanfic in Arizona, you're arrested. So. <laughs> <laughs> they come to your house with cuffs. They say, stop looking on AO3 for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kidding. Arizona's not that bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, Catherine has her hand inside of Elena and uh, she says, like, <laughs> your bodyguards won't let me kill you, but I can rip your throat out so I don't have to listen to you whine. So she lets her go, and Elaine is able to, like, you know, stand. And she's like, but first, satisfy my curiosity. What did you tell Elijah back in Willoughby? Hilarious that her first question is, why did I get dumped? <laughs> Baby girl. Yeah. And Elaine is like, LOL, pretty pathetic of you. Just like here looking for a scapegoat. And Catherine's like, fucking tell me what you said to him or I'll feed you your own eyeballs. And Elena says, I didn't have to say anything. Look at you. You're a self-obsessed egomaniac on the run for five centuries. What good would you be to anyone? You're the definition of damaged goods. No wonder Elijah left you. Ooh. Bitch. (laughs) Catherine Karate chop her head off. Yeah, like, (laughs) fuck that shit. She's like, okay, yeah, I've done some bad things to survive, but unlike you, I don't turn it off. I deal with it. You wouldn't last a week as a vampire without everyone fawning over you. So she shoves her into the safe and locks it, but then unlocks it and is like, wait, but I'd love to see you try because she's a little scamp. (laughs) She is. And also, I mean, she's kind of right, like, when we talk about how Humanialis Elena should just fucking leave, but the lack of attention would, would kill her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, turning it off has turned her into Jenna Maroney. Like, she is here for the attention. And I can I mean, respect her, that. Her first act was to try to use her sexuality as she got out of the shower, so we, we know. 
my <laughs> sexuality. Um, would love uh, to see humanityless Elena Gilbert endorse offbrandheels.com. I'd love to see her date Mickey Rourke. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on her. Um, I would love to see her um, on in Mickey Rourke's catapult. <laughs> oh my god, I love I love Jenna Maroney. Oh my. So um, Catherine goes upstairs and she talks to Damon. She's drinking his liquor. And she's like, huh, like worked up quite a thirst from all that torture. And Elena's like, and Damon's like, really? Are you sure that Elena didn't just read you for filth? Sorry, couldn't help but overhear. <laughs> and then Catherine's shitty to Damon because she she knows nothing else. She's like, <laughs> do you ever think that she might have been better off if she'd never met you? And Damon's like, look, you can't get a rise out of me. My emotions are fine. I love Elena. I despise you. Catherine like sidles up to him and tries to get up all in his space. And she's like, oh, so romantic. You know what she does. Oh, yeah. It's her her classic, her, her one and only move. But it is a good move. <laughs> she's like, so romantic, so doomed to fail. You know, as soon as she goes back to her old self, she'll go straight to Stefan. That's the tragedy of you. You never get the girl. Anita, again... We always say, but Nina must have been having so much fun. She must have been so tired for the amount of scenes she's in. <laughs> but she yeah. must have been having so much fun. Yeah. She does, like, always take such relish in playing Catherine. Like, it's clearly so fun for her. Um, thank goodness. Yeah. But oh. I just imagine, it's just because th- these are both Elena and Catherine heavy episodes. Yes. So it's not like she has a break playing one over the other. Mm-mm. Number one on the call sheet, baby, which again, so I, it's why I understand why she decided to do a multi-camera sitcom, mm-hmm. a much easier schedule. Yeah. If if you are good at it, it is like the easiest job in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah she, the show was bad. Mm-hmm. She wasn't bad, though. I believe that. She's great. Yeah. But yeah, multi-cameras are hard. They are mm-hmm. like if you've never done them before because yeah. you have to like all the live shit. Like it's really weird. It's a weird rhythm yeah. to learn. I can't be mad at people I like respect and like doing multicams after doing you know these intense shows like in single cams and dramas just because like let them have the fucking break like Max Greenfield doing The Neighborhood which is a show I actually enjoy mm-hmm. like you deserve it after after New Girl New Girl's great and phenomenal but you were great but like you deserve the break you deserve the, the CBS money yeah. go for it. Yeah it's um it's yeah it's just like you shoot the night you do the taping and then you shoot like whatever you don't tape live like another day or two so it's like three days a week that's so fucking nice great uh great work if you can get it yeah uh so stefan comes in and is like what the fuck like elena's gone and Catherine's like whoops (laughs) she's like i don't know i'd kind of rather watch her tear through an orphanage imagine trying to come back from a spiral like that I'm surprised Missy Falls doesn't have an orphanage because they should because it's a lot of orphans in this town, baby. Must be overrun. Uh, Matt runs the orphanage. Oh. So speaking of, Matt and, and Rebecca walk in and Matt's like, what the fuck? Elena's gone? And Damon's like, Ugh, Matt, you're coming with me. And Rebecca's like, why should he? Which I'm like, yes, stand up for Matt. Someone has to. <laughs> And Damon says, because Elena's hungry and missing. For once, his life might actually have purpose. Rude. If you see someone insulting Matt, stand up. Speak out. Don't <laughs> let them do this. 
If you see something about Matt, say something about Matt. Me doing the Hillary Duff, like, don't say things are gay PSA, <laughs> but for being mean to Matt Donovan. Uh, I think about that PSA a lot. I think about it every day of my life. <laughs> hey, girl, who's wearing a top, like a skirt as a top, don't say mean things about Matt Donovan. <laughs> Uh, so then we go to Caroline's house. Caroline gets home. She's like leaving another voicemail for Bonnie. And she's like, why aren't you answering? Silas isn't going to just give up. You're the only one that can stop him. Please call me. And then she sees her mom in the hall. And she like to watch her be scared of Liz. Like it's it's such a good like the two of them are so good. And they have such a like wonderful chemistry that just to watch like Candace Ackla be scared of like it's just it's it, it's chilling to me like I was very fucked up by this scene so obviously we all know I love the CW I've never said a bad thing about the CW never once but it does go to show you the state of both the network and just TV in general now mm-hmm. that like Candace Ackla wasn't able to translate the show into like at least a final girl like the situation for a few movies like what, what's happening here? I don't get it. It's really hard. I think honestly, and I don't like this and I don't like what I'm going to say. And it's, it's a not about Candace, but like the industry. Like I think she aged out of playing high school people into an age that's harder to cast. Like when I'm thinking about like actors that need to play, like a lot of the stuff that I write, I write about actors who are like, I write about characters who are in their early, mid, like late, sometimes late 20s, because that's how old I am. And I know about what it's like to be that kind of person. And I I honestly have trouble casting like 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 dream casting when I write stuff like that and like when I go to places to pitch like I pitched like my pilot that I like that I tried to pitch places like Candace was one of the actresses that I like talked about like when I would go places and was like that's kind of like I was like her and like Jessica Roth were like the two people that I was like the like one of these girls I would like want are the ideals like for the lead and like as much as I love the two of them like like Jessica Roth is starting to like gain momentum and stuff but it's like Mm -hmm. it can be a really hard age to get cast at like when you're not in like a successful YA trilogy or something like that. And it sucks. Like it's people sometimes just are not making stuff about young women unless they're much younger or they're already a star. Like it's a hard age to get your start at, which is fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Um, Jessica Roth, come on the pod. Do you like Vampire Diaries? I'll talk to you about anything. (laughs) Jessica, please, I want to talk to you about next time on Monty, please. I want to talk to you about um, Happy Death Day for a full three hours. My <laughs> my favorite movie in the world. <laughs> okay, so right, this this Caroline and Liz scene, which is very good. Um, She's like, don't come close to me. And Caroline's like freaking out because she doesn't know how to tell if this is really her mom. She's like, what if it's another trick? Like, Silas can get in my head. He'd know that I called you. And Liz is like, I mean, it's me. I don't know what's happening, but like, we're going to be okay. Just just talk to me. And Caroline pulls her phone out of her pocket and calls her mom, which is a really smart move. And so it rings and Liz picks it up and she answers it and she looks at her daughter and she says, hi, how's it going? 
And this is when I burst into tears because then they hugged and I was like, I would like to hug my mom, please. But really, it's Silas. It's never your mom. It's always Silas. I know. It was just like the relief of it. God, I, they fucking got us. They got, I was, I was in agony here. Um. Yeah, that was uh fucked up. This is why right. my bullet points for this scene are sad face and I want to hug my mom. <laughs> Doing real great. <laughs> we then cut to a Matt and Elena scene. So uh, I was not. They did not let up on me. Um, Elena like sees Matt and she's like, "Oh my god! Like, thank God that you found me." And she starts to like horny eye out and she's like i'm gonna take a chomp out of you and he's like hey look i know you don't want to do this i know you don't want to hurt me and he's like trying very hard to appeal to her like you know whatever is left of the elena he knows in there and she's like i mean i'm a vampire i need to eat so he's like please like you're more than that you're my friend you're my oldest friend you're the girl that i've loved longer than i can remember whatever wall you want to put up i know that still means something to you and Elena, like, her horny eyes disappear. She touches his face. And she says, deep down, it probably does mean something. But I'm really hungry. And she gives him a big old chomp. No thanks, man. Like, this scene's so good. It's, like, Zagorig. A plus. <laughs> on the pod. Yeah, come on the pod. I think it's safest. Of all the cast members, who's it safest act to come? Probably Cat. Yeah, we all just like, I mean, I honestly like who so no many viewers ever said a bad thing against Bonnie. That's so that, that's the safest, really. That is probably true. Yeah, we are relentlessly positive about Bonnie as we should be. Positive. <laughs> we are the, the one and only positive podcast. Come on the show, Kat. Positive. Um, so then we go back to Caroline's house. And she's, like, sitting with her mom, and Caroline's like, oh, Bonnie hasn't called back yet. Where is she? And finally, there's, like, noise at the door. Caroline runs out, and she, you know, again, doesn't know if she can trust that this is Bonnie. And she's like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Bonnie says, I'm sorry. I came as soon as I got your message. Like, let me in. Let me help. And she's like, how do I know it's you? Silas keeps getting in my head, attacking me. He says he wants to know where you are. He threatened my mom. And then Liz comes out into the hallway and she's like, Caroline? And she's like, mom, just stay there. And so Bonnie, you know, as we've established, she's like, Silas can't get in my head. So she sees that this is not Liz. It's actually, you know, Silas in his spooky hood with his like spooky face and like Caroline. Yeah, it's Palpatine. He's like, do it, power. So <laughs> Bonnie's like, Caroline, like, that's not your mom. And they're freaking out. And like, it's it's a very intense scene with like, all of the cutting. And Caroline doesn't know who she can trust. And finally, um, like, the door flies open. Bonnie expresses the door almost off its hinges. And Caroline turns and sees that this is not her mom, but like, you know, spooky hooded Palpatine Silas. And Silas is like, did you really think you could hide from me, Bonnie? And what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> and she's like, what'd you do to her mother? And Silas says, she's right where you left her. So Caroline runs into like the back room. Her mom has been like bludgeoned. Another bonk. Um, so Caroline is just trying to revive her mother. It is very upsetting. 
Silas is like, Bonnie, you know, I thought you and I were on the same side. And she's like, we are. I'm just gathering my strength, waiting for the full moon. And he's like, oh, really? Like, fuck that. Like, you're the only one who can do the spell. I can't hurt you, but I can hurt the people you love. You get that, right? And she's like, yeah, I'll do your spell. I'll drop the veil. I will help you die. Just don't hurt my friends. Um, A little late for that. Like, Caroline's, like, mom is bleeding. She, like, it doesn't seem like she has a pulse. Like, Caroline tries to give her blood, but her mom's completely unresponsive. It's really fucked. Silas is like, your promise is binding, Bonnie. If you break it, you have to answer to me. And Bonnie says she won't break it. And Silas says, then you should leave this house now. And the next time I come looking for you, I expect you to be waiting. And like poor Caroline, like her mom will not open her eyes. She will not like drink the blood. Like it's fucked up. And we are on Bonnie and Silas as we hear Candace scream, mommy, and I am not okay. That hurt. <laughs> Didn't care for that. Didn't care for that one bit. Was not a fan. Was not a fan. Yeah. So then we cut right to, you know, obviously the writers knew we needed some relief. So they cut right back to Elena and Matt. Um, and Matt is lying on the ground and Elena kicks him with her foot. And she's like, oh, come on. I barely drained an artery. So I guess she does have self-control on her side. She didn't kill Matt. She just drank a ton of blood. She's about to do more, though, so she just took a little break. She took a breather, as you, you can do while you're eating. And she's going to keep doing it. It's like when you're like, I'm so full, I couldn't eat more, and then you keep eating more. Yeah, she's like, come on, my head's fuzzy, I can't think straight, I need more blood. And he's like, Elena, stop. And Elena's like, but you're so good. And she, like, shoves him against the car, and she's going to, like, drink more of his blood. But Stefan shows up. He pushes her off of Matt. Matt just like sinks to the ground like a rag doll. And it's really upsetting. And Stefan's like, you're cut off. Then Damon arrives and he pulls Matt up. And Damon says, enough. You're acting like a spoiled little brat. You know that? You think we can't punish you? Maybe not. But I sure can punish him. And Matt's just like, Elena. Like, he's like so weak. He's like calling to her. And Elena's like, Do you seriously think this is going to bother me? And Damon's like, Shut up. I'm done playing nice. Turn your emotions back on right now. Or so help me, God, I will give you something to be sad about. I will kill him right here in front of you. Um, okay, bold. <laughs> that truly is the bold type. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, Jill, how are you feeling at this moment? Did you think this was real or did you feel that there was no way Matt was going to die? I figured there was no way Matt was going to die at this moment. Um, I also feel like he would have been more concerned (laughs) if he wasn't in on the plan. (laughs) Um, It's pretty weak from all the blood loss. (laughs) Yeah. I guess. I mean, once the neck was snapped... I was like, um, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Rewind. Yeah. But that's when I, I clicked and I was like, oh, magic ring. And then you, you guys say didn't answer ring. me. <laughs> of course, why would we ever answer you on any question? Yeah. It's our solemn duty to not uh, spoil anything for you. I just react alone. Yeah, we like to torture you and then not answer any of your questions. We love to, to make bits at your expense. <laughs> And then not tell you anything at all. We're very mean. Uh (laughs) It's what you get for hating on the end of the affair. (laughs) I need to rewatch it. 
<laughs> well, I'm waiting. How many episodes ha- at this point have they heard you say, I need to rewatch the end of the affair and you still have not? <laughs> it's very hot. Like you, you will. It's very horny. I think you will enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Damon makes this big show of like, you know, like, Stefan, don't Damon me. She doesn't love anyone. And if I'm wrong, what difference does it make? One less bus boy. And I was like, you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, and Matt, you know, like calls out to Elena and Elena's like, you're fucking bluffing. So Damon snaps Matt's neck. Because he does not respect our essential workers. <laughs> he does not. What a piece of shit. Um. <laughs> scares the shit out of elena like she like immediately tears spring to her eyes and damon's like how about now feel anything now are you angry i just turned your buddy into roadkill or are you sad about the guy that everybody loves are you sad that the guy everybody loves is just a bag of bones remember when he was a little kid huh warm heart big goofy smile his whole life ahead of him i guess it was a good idea he was wearing this and then he kneels down and he shows Elena Matt's hand. He is wearing the Gilbert ring. Elena like falls to the ground, grabs Matt's hand, starts crying. And I think this is pretty fucking effective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like you're, you are with Elena in that moment. And, and that's the only way this works. And I, I feel like this does work after a season of them, telling us a lot of things are the way they're supposed to be and I, me not believing it, I do believe that this would get Elena back. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. He's good at acting. I mean, we've said it a lot. It's, and we, we talked about how like having to play Elena without humanity was like just a tough task that they, they didn't give her anything. <laughs> like, she, like, she was kind of trying to figure it out because, like, there's nothing actually on the page besides being a bitch yeah (laughs) but like here it's just like a reminder because we've had reminders all throughout the season honestly Mm -hmm. yeah nina's great yeah so damon's like do you feel that like the weight lifting off your chest that's joy because your friend isn't dead that's emotion that's humanity and so now elena's just like sobbing and damon's like you're gonna be okay and elena's like no like no 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 this isn't okay and like she's like what have i done and damon's trying to calm her down but we see like nina does a great job of just being like manic again like she is in stand by me um you know right before she burns her fucking house to the ground and she's like what did i do i almost killed matt and bonnie and caroline and that woman that waitress like i killed her and she like like Stefan tries to box her in but like she's running away from him she punches through the window of matt's truck which i'm like that costs money please you just killed him (laughs) don't also ruin his truck but Stefan like grabs her and is like I know this stage the emotions are overwhelming but you have to focus on one thing the one (laughs) thing inside of you that makes you strong it's in there just latch onto it channel everything you're feeling into that one emotion like find it inside of you couldn't have told her that yeah he's like let it in and so she calms down and what I will say is Thank God it's not her love for Damon. Like, can you imagine if oh. they had done that? Like, I, I, at least Ooh. the show has the good sense to not make, like, Damon her complete salvation in this moment, which I I appreciate. Like, 
it's something about like of still avoiding grief and surviving. Like at least there is that, right, gang? That is a plus. <laughs> I'm still concerned. Remember how much of the season so much of the season was just Elena not being a character. <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask for this. Yeah, I, well, you didn't ask. Nobody ever does. <laughs> so Elena starts like screaming in pain, but she kind of like seems to take the advice. And she calms down and David says, are you okay? And she says, no, I'm not okay, but I'll get better. And she walks away. And so that's something. <laughs> I feel relieved. To which I said, go fix your hair, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she has to focus on something and she's not focusing on fixing her hair, unfortunately. <laughs> Fucking wish. Um, uh, so then we go back to Caroline and her mom and she ends up like shooting her mom full of adrenaline. Well, no, she shoots her mom full of her blood. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought it was adrenaline. Oh, no. she just, oh, she just injects her own. Oh, right. Because she does it in her neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. She injects her mom full of vampire blood, like right into her heart. Like you would a shot of adrenaline. And it does work. And it's great. And thank fucking God, because I could not have taken that. Kill another fucking adult. Why don't you show? Jesus Christ. Uh, so then at the Salvatore house, Matt comes back to life on the couch and Rebecca's like, oh, I've never seen that ring work in action before. Does it hurt? And he's like, getting my neck snapped or coming back from the dead? Because both of them hurt. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to life. <laughs> so Rebecca sings that song in its entirety. And then like, <laughs> the, the one contemporary song that she knows. And she's like, well, it looks like Elena's emotional floodgates have burst wide open, so she'll be back to her dull, sympathetic self in no time. She gives him some water, and he takes it, and she tells him that that was a really brave thing to do. And Matt says, she saved me from drowning at the bottom of that river. I'm just doing what I can to pay her back. Ah! However do you want it? However do you need it? <laughs> So Rebecca's like, look, there aren't enough apologies in the world for the part I played this, like running you off the bridge, Elena becoming a vampire to save you. If you don't want me to cheat you into college, fine, we'll do it the hard way, but I will spend every day until graduation trying to find a way to pay you back. And I'm like, it doesn't really seem like graduation's that far away, so right? it's really like a big commitment and you're um, immortal, but I guess this is a nice thing to do. I will spend the next two weeks. <laughs> I solemnly swear to you that for two weeks, I will help you make flashcards. Like, okay, thanks. <laughs> like, I love her, but babe, how about another truck? Uh, fix the window, baby. My contract expires in two weeks. That's all I can give you. <laughs> oh my God. So then uh, we're back in the diner with Kathy and with Bonnie. This scene is my favorite scene in the episode because of one word. Will you please tell us about this? Ketsuya. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I could not stop laughing thinking about it. Oh my I'm God. only going to refer to her as Ketsuya from now on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not fair. It's really funny, though. <laughs> Uh, so Catherine is talking about how like big spells require a source of power, usually like a recurring element, like a full moon or a comet. He says, 
but that tombstone is filled with the blood of your ancient relative, Katsuye, or whatever. <laughs> and Bonnie's like, Katsuya. <laughs> Have some respect. She was hot. Yes. Like, you're saying this like she wasn't hot, and Catherine, you should know <laughs> she was hot. So Catherine's like, well, if she was powerful enough to create the other side and you have her blood, then you don't need the full moon to drop the the veil. Maybe you can do it whenever you want. But why would you want to do it? And Bonnie (laughs) says, I have my reasons. And Catherine's like, so then again, I ask, what is in it for me? I have a question too. Mm -hmm. Morgan, who do you think is hotter, Silas or Ketsia? (sighs) It's hard. Silas or Ketsia? It's really hard. They are different kinds of hot. They are different kinds of hot, but I will. Yeah, he's really hot. I think I I I would like to keep this question open as we watch, so we can kind of have tallies. Maybe we can they can each like win episodes, and we can end up like see who has the final total, who won (laughs) the most episodes by being the hottest. Is that a good game for season five? I don't know. I feel like Silas possibly cheats. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But we know he's a cheater. That's oh. part of the, the backstory we hear every single episode. That's for dang true. How many times have we heard the backstory this season? Like eight. <laughs> More? Because it's double digits, baby. So Bonnie basically offers, like, Catherine, like, real immortality. Like, it being invulnerable to any weapon. She says, I can give that to you if you help me. And Catherine says, Bonnie Bennett, we have a deal. (laughs) Fun. So they are officially cahooting. Katsuya. Oh, God. So then we cut to a Damon, Elena, and Catherine scene. And they're like, hey, Elena, how are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm still in a great deal of pain. (laughs) She says, but I get it now. Like, shutting off your feelings is a cheat. You know, you put this wall up. You shut out everything that makes you who you are. Wait, you said – I'm sorry. You said Damon, Elena, Catherine scene? Oh, God. Damon – Damon, Stefan, Elena scene. Jesus. <laughs> Apologies, gang. Um, so, Elena talks about how, like, turning off your emotions is a cheat. And she's like, but stuff – like, things do matter. Like, things that happen can't be undone. And now I know there's something I need to do. And here's where I thought – our girl's back. She's going to make amends. <laughs> nope. Nope. And Stefan's like, why don't you rest for a little bit? And she's like, nope, I got shit to do. And that shit to do is kill Catherine. She is the author of all of our fucking pain. You told me to focus on one thing, so I focused on hate. And I hate her so much. Palpatine would be proud. Yes. And if you see Helena, don't you get that if you strike Catherine down in anger, she'll only come back? <laughs> um, and Damon's like, I don't think that's what he meant. And Stefan's <laughs> like, Elena, Catherine's not worth your time. Like, even if you spend 10 minutes of your life hating her, she wins. And Elena says, not if I kill her. Yeah, Elena says, shut up, bitches. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to do it. I got a plan, baby. <laughs> And you know what? It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's fun. This is a fun little prank. <laughs> I'm like, even here, at least Elena's still recognizable. Yeah, at least yeah, at least she she's somewhat normal. <laughs> uh yeah. Fun stuff, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. That's good. It's enjoyable. That's a good talk about that episode. Yeah. We killed it. <laughs> we sing some uh soul to soul. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of songs, our next episode, uh, episode uh, 22 of season four, entitled The Walking Dead, opens with a pretty iconic Neil drop. Sale. <laughs> <laughs> I again startling Michael Chasen burst out laughing hysterically exhale. And he was just like, I think just relieved to know that I wasn't crying anymore. So you know, things you take a turn for the better. Sale is playing. Uh Elena's punching cinder blocks, and she's like, none of this is like doing anything for me. Like she's like, I, I want to skip the sublimating. Just tell me where Catherine is so I can rip her head off. Time for me to pour him some more vodka. <laughs> she's like, please let me murder. Let me murder. <laughs> and Seven's like, I don't know where Catherine is, and even if I did, I wouldn't tell you. And she's like, Stefan, you're the one who told me to channel all my emotions into one feeling. And he's like, yeah, I realize that, but I thought it would be love or hope or compassion, not unwavering hatred for a ruthless vampire that's 500 years older than you. I mean, it does check out considering how much of like pettiness and anger were like the emotions she was clearly already showing Mm -hmm. when she had no humanity. So like, again, these people are dumb. So (laughs) they didn't think about that. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, Elena is like, well, I mean, you wanted to kill Klaus when you got your emotions back. She also says this as she's doing pull-ups in Stefan's room using the exposed beams, which is hot. I mean, yeah, she does have a point that that was Stephen, like, this whole Stephen thing where it's like, well, his man is back on, but he is obsessing <laughs> with, like, getting revenge on Klaus. That, like, that that was season three. We saw it. We loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I guess it's hypocritical for us to get, like, angry at Elena for this. But I think, you know, because the, the reason to get angry with Elena for this is not even because of Elena, it's because of the writing of the show, where we've had slivers of the actual Elena. We're just like, I want, I want my girl back. Yeah, it's just the, like, it, it's unfortunate to not get the relief of having full Elena back. But, I mean, like, the Matt scene and, like, the crying and the relief is still such a breakthrough that it's nice. Yeah. Making what we can get. That's what's happening. That's season four for you, baby. God, yes. But also, she's really hot in this scene. She's doing pull-ups. Like, strong Elena punching stuff. Call me. Jill, are you, you're you nodding. Are you agreeing with me? Oh, my God, yeah. When she was talking about ripping hearts out while doing the pull-ups. Would you like me to read that dialogue for you? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, and Elena's like you don't think I can kill Catherine and Stefan's like I don't think you really want to and she says maybe you're right maybe I just want to feel the warmth of her chest cavity as I rip out her heart and watch her face as she realizes I took it from her nah I just want to kill her it's that simple hot that that line with the pull-ups I was like they were like what does Jill need right now for a morale boost I know (laughs) this is it (laughs) murderous jock elena yeah i guess fundamentally understand why stefan's like no you don't want to do this but like elena does have a point to want to kill Catherine. Mm-hmm. but like yeah it's it, it really the only good point of his is like she's 500 years older than you she's like stronger than you you like and also that like it won't actually fix yeah much of anything but they really are just allowing Catherine to continue to exist (laughs) 
Remember when they wanted to kill her? They had a whole plan with the mess ball. They literally, like, it's just remember when they were killing her and now, like, last episode, they literally called her and were like, can you come over and torture our girlfriend for us? God. <laughs> Losers. Oh, friggin' losers. Oh, my girlfriend has to, has no humanity. Oh, hey. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> Did someone get their girlfriend to shut off her humanity? <laughs> uh, for everyone listening, since you can't see us, we are doing It's Always Sunny, the cry cases. Yeah, I'm doing Did Someone Get Addicted to Crack? <laughs> we, so we go to, we go to the grill and we have another Rebecca and Matt scene, and we're talking about graduation announcements. And Rebecca's like, let me get this straight. You send out a notice of your impending graduation, and people feel obliged to send you money. And she's like, this is a great idea. Why aren't you participating? And Matt continues to depress me by saying, I don't have a whole lot of family. Uh Rebecca's like, well, that makes two of us. Um, and besides, I don't think it was my mother's dream to see me in a cap and gown. Because uh, your mom sucks. Ugh. That bitch. Yeah, fuck that sister shit. bitch. <laughs> Sisters, it's my my dearest dream to watch Rebecca walk down the aisle in her <laughs> cap and gown. I can't do an Esther impression. I can't remember what she sounds like. So Matt's like, I don't know, like with my mom, I'm not holding my breath for a graduation check. Ugh. <laughs> So outside, Caroline and Elena are working on their graduation announcements. Caroline's like, come on, help me. Like, and Elena's like, this is just a ploy to keep me distracted. Plus, I am done. I have one announcement to send. We have family friends in Denver. Other than that. I got really sad. Yes. That poor dog. Fuck. It's, it's to the dog, too. <laughs> just other than that, no one cares that I'm graduating. And to be honest, neither do I. Ow, ow, ow. Uh, these are the saddest people. Yeah, Jesus. So Caroline's like, look, I know that's how you feel now, but like you're going to get through this Catherine hating phase. And Elena's like, Catherine, do you know where she is? Huh? Huh? And Caroline's like, no, Jesus, like stop obsessing. And Elena like grabs Caroline's hand and is like, listen, like if you know where Catherine is, you have to tell me. And she's like, Elena, fucking chill. I don't. Yeah, like, poor Caroline. She's like, I thought I had my friend back, but still, no. <laughs> poor baby. Um, so then we go to the woods and we have a Catherine and Bonnie scene, uh, the beginning of this episode's mess around. <laughs> they are at the site of the witch massacre because they are because pl- Bonnie's playing to drop the veil inside the expression triangle. <laughs> Um, which is a, a a big mouthful of words that would not have made sense to Jill just a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> do they make nope. sense now or do they still feel unreal? <laughs> um, I mean, they feel unreal, but it's my brain is processing it. So I'm assuming that I'm getting You know what they mean. You know what it means. Yeah. You saw the massacres. You know what's up. <laughs> I don't saw all the massacres that litter the show. They did three. They made a triangle. (laughs) You saw every massacre and you were like, we're we're doing a bunch of massacres on the show right now. I get that. I guess what I don't get is how the ghosts only existed in the triangle. So yeah, Bonnie specifically was, she linked the spots of the massacre. So the spell only worked in the triangle. Right. But then why was Rebecca's ex wandering 
Well, no, that's when she that's when she died, and then the, the entire veil lifted. Yeah. Uh... One of those classic. Again, cases. I'm the dummy of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the dummy of the three dummies on this podcast. <laughs> Jill, you're a genius. So uh, Bonnie explains basically she's like I need Ketsia's help like putting Silas down like only because like she's the only person who's ever been able to do it before and Bonnie says if I can contact her I can ask her how to do it she's like so give me the fucking rock and Catherine's like you're gonna flood Mystic Falls with dead supernatural creatures so that you can ask a two thousand year old witch to do not one but two favors well yeah have you. Do you know how hot she is? Yeah. And she's like, I'll take my business elsewhere. And she tries to leave, but Bonnie has tethered them together magically, like essentially like putting this invisible link between them so they can't be apart. Hilarious. It's but uh, also to, to piss Jill off more, <laughs> I will say that uh, Ketsia is probably like at least top five hottest women to ever be on the show. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's Ketsuya. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god. This is Galen Vaughn. You shut the fuck up. I have to have my own inside jokes. <laughs> I I I truly find this actress stunning, and every time I see her in something, I'm like, I love you. Yes. Yes. Correct. She's so good. <laughs> um, so uh so Bonnie's like, look, you're stuck with me for the day. Silas can be anyone. If he gets in your head and figures out I don't need a full moon to do the spell, it's over. She's like, so you are like staying with me. Um, so at uh, we go to Mystic Falls Hospital, and the boys have been invited to a crime scene by Liz. But uh, no Meredith Fell anywhere to be seen. Yeah, like first, like Stefan kind of gets on Damon for like avoiding Elena, and he's like, I'm not avoiding. Elena's only goal is to end Catherine's life, and I'm not gonna just magically disappear with Pilate. That's not gonna magically disappear with Pilates and a juice cleanse. And Stefan's like, ugh, whatever. I gotta say, mm-hmm. after this season, I don't know how you can ship Damon and Elena because, like, Damon is such a bad fucking boyfriend, <laughs> and he pawns everything off to Stefan. Even Stefan, who has moved on dot org like he's still clearly he cares about elena but like he has moved on mm-hmm. he's not trying to get with her he's not, like he's not trying to get back with her but like damon's like here you do this like if they were to get back together mm-hmm. it would not be surprising because damon kept pushing her to, to step in every single step of the goddamn way this season yeah this feels really different from when uh, Damon was like, no, 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 I'm going to stay on the island and find Bonnie because the best thing I can do for Elena is to get her friend. And he's like, I, 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 I know my skill set and I'm no good at comforting, but I can find Bonnie who she needs. Like, But eventually you have to be the one who comforts her because you're her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Eventually yeah. that. Like, I just, It's interesting to think about that as a better act of like boyfrenditude than this is. Like, come on, you can't just run away from her, but say you're like in love with her and shit. That's, that's not good. What an immense failure for this (laughs) relationship. (laughs) Season four. So disappointing. I mean, I, as we all know, I barely care because I'm just like, Caroline and Stefan, fuck. So like, I, but like, come on. Maybe it'll be better some other time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, i know the exact moment jill does it jill's furious 
Galen Vaughn, guys. What a guy. <laughs> Just a little bit of this. But again, there was an exact moment <laughs> where it becomes good. Yes. We won't tell you when. But it, it is. Happens. It's on its way. Sometime in the next two seasons. Sometimes in, sometime in the next four seasons. <laughs> Enough. I'm kidding. I'm tell kidding. me. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be sooner than in, in four seasons. I'm sorry. That was good of me. Yeah. Next two. Yeah. Um, so uh, Liz shows off a victim who in the hospital was given a big old chomp. And she's like, yeah, there are a bunch of others. It was, I'm sorry. It was more than a big old chomp. You need to describe what was happening. They're like bled completely out in their hospital bed. It's like pretty upsetting looking. Yeah. Uh, and that does not stop in this episode at all. No, so like there, so there were five victims total, and like you know, Liz is like, it's a lot of blood, and it's not like he can take it with him. And Stefan says, unless he's fueling up for something big. And Liz is like, big. <laughs> and here's the thing about the season: he killed five victims at the hospital. I'm like, that's nothing because it's not twelve. <laughs> now that twelve is the thing we we're always talking about, five. That's bullshit. Do another massacre. <laughs> Yeah, five ain't shit. Uh, so, um, yeah, she's like, any details would be helpful considering I'm dealing with five grieving families out there and a psychic killer on the loose. Poor oh, Liz. <laughs> like, Damon says, Silas wants Bonnie to do a spell to drop the veil from the other side, and they explain what that means to her. And she's like, do you know when he plans on doing this? And Damon says, next full moon, tomorrow night. Zoinks. Just a reminder, Liz Flores fucking rules. Yeah. Ugh. And I, I put upon Angel. Yeah, Jill, I see you, you nodding, but they can't hear you nodding, so do you want to say anything I about know. Liz Forbes? I was going to say ACAB except Liz Forbes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except that one time where you're like, I got to shoot Jeremy in the heart. Pretty yeah, bad. One time. But also remember, ACAB, all cops are Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> of course I support cops. All cops are Bonnie. <laughs> That was fun. That was the best use of fucking Atticus shit. <laughs> it's like, Bonnie's a cop now because what are rules? Oh my god. He really just let her interrogate this man who, who confessed to doing massacres. Yeah, whatever. He confessed, he confessed and he got off scot-free. Well, he then died, so... Well, no, but like he got off scot free and he's like, I guess I'm gonna help. I gotta help her. I gotta go to Nova Scotia. He was a flight risk, and they let him go. He was allowed to to travel internationally. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. I would hate to say this. The season uh, isn't uh, consistent or makes any sense. But <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> Um, so we cut to, uh, back to the, the Kathy and Bonnie mess around, um, and, uh, <laughs> they're going towards the Lockwood cellar. Catherine's like, ew, it smells like wet dog. I don't want to go. And Bonnie's like, you have to. So it's the- And also, that's racist. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck off. And- like she Bonnie just walks, which makes Catherine like against her will be forced to walk after, which is very fun physical comedy from Nina Dobrev. A plus. Yeah, this is the, specifically the episode she does the most work, Nina, because mm -hmm. she's doing full time for both characters. So, <laughs> and a great job. They ran her ragged uh, just to end the season, didn't they? Yeah. 
She got a little, she got a week off, basically, with the originals backdoor pilot. <laughs> um, so Catherine's like, you realize I'm not just some wandering child in a supermarket. I'm a vampire that can kill you. And Bonnie's like, whatever happens to me happens to you. Do you really think I want you here? And so Bonnie does some um, expression and she creates a bunch of wind. You were about to say magic. Like, what are you talking about? This is expression. No, I was like an idiot. I called it magic. So uh, we see people, a couple running into the grill to escape the wind. (laughs) And we have a a Caroline, Matt and Rebecca scene. And um, they are watching from afar as Elena plays darts. And Caroline's like, oh, someone's going to do something before Elena explodes. So Rebecca takes it upon herself to go bring Elena a drink. She's like, you're putting everyone on edge. Poor Rebecca, which is, I mean, we say poor Rebecca a lot, but like she genuinely thought she like built a connection. Yeah. (laughs) But also like based on this conversation, Rebecca like never turned off her humanity. Like, so She's not really used to that bullshit anyway. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's I'm like, are you not friends with a lot of like other vampires then? Which I'm like, oh yeah, probably Klaus never let you near any, so. <laughs> Let's see. We know just from context clues, she had to have known Marcel mm-hmm. and that's it. That's it. <laughs> huh, you, are you telling me Rebecca knew Marcel? Oh yeah, Marcel and Rebecca, they knew each other. Huh, so maybe... Maybe they they share some some scenes in the past. Or- Meanwhile, in the background, you just hear Claire. Does that sweeten the pot? <laughs> <laughs> you can have scenes with Marcel. <laughs> that get me to sign up. Uh, Jill, what do you think about uh, uh, Marcel and uh, Rebecca, and what what kind of relationship do you feel like they would have? Jesus, Morgan, that was not smooth at all. Me, I'm the smoothest gal there is. <laughs> the bad girl podcasting, baby. Morgan is drunk, everyone. I've had half a cider. She, she's wasted. Jill? Jill? I just, I want to see some smooching. Oh, both of your eyebrows just went up. <laughs> we gave you something after what Morgan did. I figured it. I, I wanted to be kind. <laughs> It felt, um, uh, I made a turtle face and I'm sorry. We have been mean and you should know that, uh, there's definitely a Marcel, um, Rebecca backstory to examine. Rebecca smooch? Possibly. Possibly. Hershey's kiss. I mean, I can't imagine, uh, Klaus would like, uh, that. Fuck it. (laughs) And we have acknowledged, Mm -hmm. uh, they left New Orleans and they they left Marcel behind. Mm -hmm. And then she, uh, you know, dove like head first into her relationship with Stefan. So that's Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. Head first. Vagina first. (laughs) (laughs) Wasted. Uh, I will say, um, Michael, Michael was like, I think last night he did just start laughing. and He was like, that, like still pregnant. You can still get pregnant from pre-calc. And it was like, that was a good bit. And I was like, you did not laugh at the time. You seemed horrified by what I said. So he's like, no, it was really funny. So I do just want to say that I did eventually get support on that bit. Even though it was gross, so I'm sorry. So yeah, Rebecca's like, I don't know about this whole like emotional switch situation, but to me, it looks like your emotions are on; they're just all 
dialed to rage. And this is when Elena's like, look, I know we like had a Thelma and Louise thing back when I made humanity off, but we're not friends. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, because part of it's also that she's just so focused on killing uh, Catherine. She's not thinking because like as much as Rebecca says, like, you know, I liked her that way. Like she didn't really like her that way. She like tolerated her yeah. and there were things she liked about her. And she even like kind of accepted it. You know, like the previous episode, she even realizes, like, yeah, I fucked up a bunch of shit and caused this. She acknowledges that in the previous episode, like, yeah, and their like Nova Scotia stuff is so good together. Yeah, because I, I I don't think that Rebecca just is like I miss my mean girl friend because mm-hmm. I think eventually she's like she was tired of the mean girl stuff. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca can be petty and can be shallow, but it's not the way she like is as a at her core as a person. Yeah, yeah. But I also think it's fascinating to think that the originals don't fuck with that humanity switch stuff mm-hmm. also obviously they're both they're all very old so like it wouldn't work anyway because they're they're so old but like i don't get the impression that they ever use it like nothing suggests to me that they ever use it yeah i think i think it may, might be because they like come from a more brutal world where like killing was more of a reality i mean like they were like vikings so mm-hmm. like that maybe just like, did not fuck with them as much mm-hmm. yeah but also, <laughs> as I brought up before, while they may not have shown up the humanity to the the horrors of the world, they also didn't stop Hitler or slavery. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> so Caroline comes up and is like, well, are we still friends? Because uh, you said a lot of shit to me when your humanity was off. Is that Are you telling me that's how you really feel? And Elena's like, I don't want to go down memory lane. And Caroline's like, you said I'm a repulsive, blood-sucking, control freak monster. Did you mean that? And Elena's like, okay, if you're waiting for an apology, you're not going to get one. I can't let myself feel bad because if I feel bad, I feel everything. And we've all seen how that works out. Like, ouch. Like, that – that is such a dark and sad place for Elena to be in where she just like doesn't trust herself. Like this has been such a season of her shitting on herself and like even like when she had her humanity, she was like calling herself weak and saying, you know, like everybody's like getting this cure because I can't hack it at being a vampire and all of this stuff. Like this is really a season that like it seems like it wants to like punish Elena for sins I don't think exist. Reminder: I think uh, that Elena Gilbert is a great protagonist, and I never found her annoying. Jill Morgan, I have not. I did call her a dumb bitch once, but she hasn't been annoying. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You were just like moveon.org and fuck Damon is what you were thinking, not yeah. realizing. Oh no, when she fucks Damon, it's actually bad. <laughs> Yeah, not really. Oh, oh no, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> Please stop. And you've come to see the appeal of Steve, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Steve's like, also, is, Jill, is Steve, like, up there for, like, characters for you at this point? Mm-hmm. It seems like he is. Yeah. If Absolutely. I, <laughs> if I may, I'm trying to look through my rankings. Um, Steve was not even ranked last episode. I think it's, it's an unspoken acknowledgement that he is up there with Jill. Mm-hmm. No, because now she's doing it. She actually is doing it like episode by episode. But I think overall, mm-hmm. I, I think you consider Steve a, a good character, right? Yeah, I'll give you a little teaser too. He's in my rankings for this one. <gasps> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, I can't wait. Um, so um, uh, Elena, like, um, is still, like, throwing darts. She's pissed. And the lights go out in the restaurant because the wind is going crazy. <laughs> Um, so shit's breaking and Rebecca's like, God, the power's out. And Caroline's like, I'll call my mom. Like, maybe she'll know what's going on. And, uh, you know, things are starting to look kind of spooky. So we cut to like the pastor, like the young farm. And Bonnie is, you know, we're at the site of the first massacre, the death of the 12 humans. Um, she like links the final hops hotspot and says it is time to drop the veil. Drop the veil. I actually, I, I'm like seriously excited for the, the dropping of the veil. So I'm like, I want to see our friends. Yeah, I know. I was like, I miss our buddies. <laughs> so we go to back to the hospital. We're with uh, Liz and the boys, and we're talking about like the power outages. And Stefan's like, well, like it seems like this is like this is the expression triangle like we lay out a map and we look at everything and he's like bonnie must be doing the spell and damon's like all right i guess she didn't have to wait for the full moon um and they are like trying to figure out what to do next and how to attack this and um liz mentions that someone saw bonnie with elena and they're like oh okay so that must be Catherine." And um, Stefan says they must be somewhere in the triangle. My guess is that they'd be right in the middle. And the middle of the triangle is dun 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 Mystic Falls High School. <laughs> and Damon's a fucking idiot who can't read a map, so he doesn't know where it is. Yeah, even though he's there all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, you know, if only he'd known Magellan. <laughs> so we go to the if high only, I'm sorry, if only Damon was Jellin. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Damon has never been Jellin like Magellan. But you know what? Cross with Jellin like a felon. <laughs> oh, these jokes pain me, you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. But also, you know what's going to pain me? When we have a listener who's too young to remember those commercials. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't think That's going to pain that. me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, be, be thankful. <laughs> It's actually good you remember that, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> um, so uh, the gang all gets to the school. The wind is a blowing. So, uh, so we go to sc- we go to school. Steph, like Stefan's, like, where's Caroline? And I'm like, mm-hmm. and Elaine is like inside looking for Bonnie. Like we should all split out, split up. I'll go with Damon. And so <laughs> the second she gets Damon alone, she's like, where's Catherine? And I'm like, the only reason you want to talk to Damon is because you think he's weak. <laughs> like, wow, things have changed. I mean, we know it's true. Yeah, and he's like, don't, like, there's a lot of kind of, like, end of the world shit going on right now. Don't you think, like, your vendetta with Catherine can wait? And she's like, come on, you want her dead too? Like, what the fuck? And he's like, we don't need to list all the reasons I hate Catherine. We need to find Bonnie. I would watch an episode that's just a, a list of reasons why people hate Bonnie. And you know what? We get that in the, uh, not Bonnie, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Catherine. And you know what? We get that in the future. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Elena literally then says, I don't care about Bonnie. I care about killing Catherine. And then I'm like, how are we out doing this? This is not good. We're back on this bullshit. <laughs> Baby girl, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you saying? 
furious with her. And Damon goes, they're together. So like maybe do a little less threatening and a little more looking. Let's go. Then we go to Stefan and Caroline and they have this like spooky time in the cafeteria and like the kitchen and where they think they hear something, but all it is is a bag of melting ice. And Caroline's like, fuck, like we're at the center of the triangle. She has to be here. What the fuck? I'm sorry, but now we have to decide. Like who on the show is the bag of melting ice? Who? I mean, Jeremy is kind of a bag of melting ice. I was going to say Jeremy. I don't know. He's a, he's a bag of a lot of other things. I don't know if melting ice is what he is. Mr. Tanner. <laughs> you know what? R.I.P. Baby Girl. Um, Cole. Cole is a bag of melting ice. April. No! She's been, she, better, she better be in the fucking finale. She better graduate. You know, if you listen just right, so. you can hear the wind going right through the holes in her brain, making a little whistling sound. <laughs> Good poor thing. You know what would at least be something? Like, let Silas pretend to be April. But wait, April's not a character, so why would he do that? Yeah, everyone would be like, April, what are you doing here? This is unrealistic. You must be Silas. You, you seem too confident. Oh, baby. You, you're too cogent. We've knocked that out of you with our various mind controls. They're all the worst. That's okay. That's that's where we can like uh, drag Matt basically this season because he was culpable in the treatment of April Young. Yeah, Matt was not as kind to April Young as I would have thought he'd be, and I am disappointed yeah. at him for that. He had his moments of just being a piece of shit about that situation. Where he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, this bitch and her Swiss cheese brain again. <laughs> I again. We have one more episode left, and I cannot see what they were going for with our beloved April Young. Nope. <laughs> Jill, what do you think? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, it's so sad, because she had so much potential. Right? And, like, she's, like, the actress is, like, so capable and competent and charming. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a it's a bummer. <laughs> when, uh, when she and Rebecca, the prom part, I was like, <laughs> So, uh, they're like, oh, where, where's Bonnie? Where's Bonnie? And Stefan's like, oh, I actually think we're in the exact right place. And he, like, looks where the water is dripping down into this little drain grady thing. And he's like, just the wrong elevation. So we go underground. We're in the like tunnels cave thing. So we're with Bonnie and Catherine. We're in the tombs. And Bonnie's like, cool, give me that tombstone, baby. <laughs> and Catherine's like, the fact that the spell hinges on some crappy hunk of blood rock does little to inspire my confidence. <laughs> but Bonnie doesn't give a shit. She's like, this is filled with the calcified blood of Ketsia, one of the strongest witches in the world. It'll work. Um, so then upstairs, David and Elena are walking into the high school and we kind of like cut around a lot in this sequence and, um, da and like Damon and Elena realize they need to go like to the basement off the boiler room and Elena kind of stops Damon and is like, like, oh, no, sorry, Damon stops Elena and she's like, what? And he says, you're going to stay here. And she's like, are you fucking kidding? And he says, we really need to stop Bonnie from doing the spell. If you get all murderous and screw it up. And Elena's like, Ugh, is this really the reason? And Damon's like, look, 
Stefan is self-righteous, but he has a point. Behind your rage, there's this tidal wave of feelings. All of your guilt, all of your grief, every emotion you've put off, and killing Catherine is going to let it all in. And if you can't handle it, then we're just back to square one. And this is him putting his foot down in the way he should have done during the Sire Bond bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. This is him finally doing what he should have done ages ago. Yeah, and it's also, like, pretty late in the game to be like, well, now that we're at the site of the big conflict, I'm going to ask Elena to just stand here. Like, this is also, like, too little too late. I mean, at this point, we've already done the torture. Like, just snap her fucking neck. If you really don't want her to come, snap her neck. Yeah. You did it to your best friend. Like, come on. Your temporary funeral. Um, (laughs) So Elena's like, but what if actually killing her is good and it fixes everything? (laughs) And like, and I can finally feel all the good things that I've lost. Like, help me. Like, as soon as I get over over this hurdle, I'll be me. I'll be able to think clearly. And this is such shitty bullshit. Um, It's so mean. And Damon's like, no, you'll fucking die. So she decides to stab Damon in the stomach with a stake. And she says, at least I'll die trying. Bye. (laughs) Yikes. So in the cave, Bonnie uh, channels the the old expression triangle. The old (laughs) E.T. The torches around her light up and she's like, it's done. The veil's down. And we're like, all right, cool. So then who shows up to help David with his stab wound? But our old buddy, it's Rick. Yay! Yay! I was happy to see Rick. I mean, it's, it's we know Matt Davis sucks. But like Rick is a good character who I, I love. So yeah, I'm I, I I love Rick. I yeah, it's same. I'm no, no thanks to Matt Davis, but yay to Rick. And again, can't forget we we all cried <laughs> when we we saw Damon like monologuing to his grave, and he's like, I I, I was I was here too, buddy. And we we're like, this is the saddest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, agony, and it's rude and illegal to do to me personally. <laughs> It was so nice seeing them hug. Right? Oh, man. I'm about to, like, cry now, Jesus. (laughs) Again, just having an adult back here to do adult things. Mm -hmm. Like it. Also, I, like, I never actually watched Colt past, like, the pilot. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to, like, watch the whole thing. And I'm just, like, I... Part of it is it's like it's too meta to exist. <laughs> yeah, like it's so meta that it like crumbles. Yeah, it's really weird. That's what I I heard. Like it's it's about itself so much. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Demo and Rick are reunited, and Damon's like, "Oh shit, you're here. This is either really good or really bad." <laughs> and Rick's like, "Ah, good to see you too." And Damon's like, "Yeah, I'd say the feeling is mutual." but you might be Silas. <laughs> and Damon's like, kind of like, uh, he's like, yeah, you might be Silas. So Alaric's like, hmm, would Silas know about Locker 42? And he walks towards the locker, he punches it, and then it springs open, and there is, of course, a bottle of brown liquor inside. Want to cry some more? 
Uh, so then it's celebratory. They hug. They laugh. It's like, yeah, the gang is back together. I write in my notes, alcoholism, exclamation point, hugs, exclamation point. I'm so happy. It's great to see the boys back together. It is really I mean, nice. The boys are back in town. Mm-hmm. The boys are back in town. <laughs> So Damon's like, cool. So the veil's dropped and Rick's like, well, not completely, only inside the expression triangle. If I step outside of it, it's back to ghost world. And Damon's like, okay, well, I thought that like if the veil was down, it'd be kind of like a ghost of Palooza. And Rick's like, well, not every ghost has a reason to come back to Mystic Falls. Just the ones like me looking after their idiot best friends. (laughs) How am I to live? Damon says, I'm worried about the ones looking out for their enemies. But who gives a shit? These idiot best friends? Come on. Uh, So we go to the grill. Um, We're with Matt and Rebecca. She's lighting candles. It's looking pretty intimate in there. Um, And Matt's like, okay, this is super weird. The weather calmed down out of nowhere. And Rebecca says, looks like something wicked finally came. And Matt says, you know, you don't have to be here. Like, technically only one of us is getting paid. And she just, like, starts walking towards him. She like, says, but it's fun and kind of cozy with the storm outside and the candlelight and us. It seems like some funny business is going to go down when who walks in cock-blocking other than Cole? He fixed his hair, at least. Yeah, at least he's not blonde and it's not swoopy. <laughs> he doesn't look unwell. I mean, I don't find him attractive, but he does not look... Yeah, he no longer looks sickly. So snaps for that, I guess. Um, I don't know. You guys, I still think he and um, Elijah look so similar. Elijah, sweetie, I am so sorry. (laughs) I could see maybe a bone structure thing, but like, otherwise, I just, I just see like a fucking Keebler elf when I see Cole. Yeah, I, okay, he's like a little rat face. And no thanks. <laughs> That's just me, personally. I mean, I every time I see him, I'm like, that literally looks like Elijah. Like a small Elijah. Elijah, sweetie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like a small Elijah if he was shrunken down to dimensions that he should not be at. I can't. <laughs> he is the elf on his shelf, I'm sorry. Oh, elf on the shelf. So Cole's like, uh, you know, Rebecca's Rebecca like gets emotional about seeing her brother, and Cole literally makes fun of her. He's like, "Fuck off!" Like I watched you grieve; it lasted a full twenty-four hours. Remember? I like fuck you. You know how things go. She had probably had to deal with another like tragedy immediately after. Yeah, like f- absolutely fuck you. So Matt, sweet Prince Matt, is like completely unfazed and is like. So, guessing Bonnie dropped the veil. <laughs> uh, he's so tired of his bullshit. Yeah, he's like, I want to fucking move. 
move, Matt. Um, and Cole's like, look. Get out the way. Yeah, get out the way. Um, Cole's like, who am I to give up an opportunity for revenge? My killer's already dead, but his sister's just as culpable. Maybe you can help me find her. And Matt's like, if you hurt Elena, I swear. And Cole smashes a bottle and like holds up the jagged remnants to scare him. And he's like, I'm going to, but please continue. Like, I'm curious where you're going with this. And Rebecca is like, settle down. You've made your fucking point. Um, but Cole's like, please, like, tell me where to find Elena. And he yells. And Rebecca's like, she left. We have no idea where she is. Now go. And Cole says, I see you finally got the quarterback to pay attention to you. How's the throwing arm, champ? And he throws the, like, bottle shards at Matt. And it, like, hits him in the shoulder because we have to hurt him. Trash. And also, these the fucking Michelson men are so awful to Rebecca. Like, Elisha's the best one, and like, he, she's alone now. <laughs> no. he, he wanted her to come along, and she didn't, so. Again, she hasn't signed the contract yet. Mm-hmm. Claire, sign that contract so that at least Elijah can be nice to you. <laughs> um, so then we go back to Kathy and Bonnie. We're in the cave, and uh, Catherine's like, TikTok, Bonnie? And Bonnie's like, shut the fuck up. I can't reach out to Katia with you breaking my concentration. Sorry, Catherine Pierce to TikTok, man. <laughs> uh, also, again, stop talking when Bonnie's trying to do her fucking magic, bitches. It annoys me every time. Um, So Catherine can hear someone coming with her, you know, vampire hearing. And she's like, unlink me so I can go. And Bonnie's like, I'm not fucking unlinking you. And she's like, fine, give me some slack then. <laughs> and Bonnie says, fine, go, stop them. <laughs> It is so funny. Like, so Catherine, uh, as a pouty little bitch, and she walks out and she's like, Silas, come and get me. But she does not encounter Silas. She encounters Elena, who stabs her in the stomach and says, hello, Catherine. Um, Of course, this then hurts Bonnie, which is no fucking fun. She's bleeding from a horrible stomach wound. Um, a such a painful way place to be stabbed. Um, don't do that, folks. Uh, and I, Catherine, I feel like the show's kind of gone overboard on the stomach wounds. Maybe we can stop stabbing people for a while. Try something new. Yeah, let's not stab anymore, gang. So, um. Catherine and Elena fight, fight, fight. And Catherine's like, I let you out of your cage and this is how you thank me. She says, no, this is how I thank you. And she slams her face into a hot pipe in the boiler room. And of course, this burns both Catherine's face and Bonnie's face. Bonnie's like writhing on the ground, screaming. Stephanie and Caroline come in and they're like, what the fuck is going on? And Bonnie's like, find Catherine. We're linked. And Caroline says, then unlink her. And Bonnie decided to do a masquerade spell, (laughs) despite knowing how that turns out. Yeah, it's no good. So Elena is, like, beating the shit out of Catherine. She's like, you've done nothing but suck the happiness out of my life. Well, now I get to kill you. And Catherine's like, wait, please. And Elena is going to stake her. And then who swoops in? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, Catherine's, like, about to tell her what the deal actually is. Yeah. beg for no reason no she's like smart enough to be like this hurts bonnie like yeah like a begging like she knows that's not gonna work she's like please don't do it to me like she's good she's about to say bonnie is linked to me yeah uh so stefan swoops in saves Catherine's ass 
And uh, she says, thanks for the save, handsome, and like runs the fuck out of there, which is fun. Uh, oh, wait, no, she's no, she stays. Sorry. Stefan's like, get out of here before I kill you myself. And she says, really? I'm your biggest problem right now. And then she leaves. <laughs> so at the grill, Rebecca is removing the glass from Matt's shoulder. And that makes me sad. And she's like, you know, I could cure this for you really easily. And Matt's like, I'll be fine. And it like he like reveals that he does not want to drink vampire blood because he's like afraid he'll turn into a vampire. And he's like, I'd just like to graduate high school as a human. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a chance he could be murdered between uh, the time he takes some vampire blood and any time. With his in blood? This garbage town baby so um he sends her to the back to look for a first aid kit and he and, sh- and rebecca finds caroline sitting on the floor repeatedly cutting open her wrist no thank you no thank you no thank you does this episode have a trigger warning for like viewers uh probably not <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of weird she doesn't do that because it's something i talk about uh with on, on, on my podcast angel on top uh-huh. which is wb had the, the, there were some moments where they're like they put an advisory it's like saying you know this show is for like our teen and adult audiences like mm. they put it in front of some angel episodes they put it in front of like the series finale of dawson's creek which i still don't get but whatever <laughs> they put it in front of i believe uh young americans and like the series premiere of gross point hmm. which in theory again all of their shows were supposed to be for the teen audiences anyway <laughs> so but yeah it's i don't think they do that for cw but you know i don't really watch cw live you know yeah um they 100 should like she's like cutting herself it's very upsetting and she just like says all zoned out like i have to keep cutting and it's like no it is intense yeah it is uh very upsetting to see um so now we go back to the cave and Bonnie is like tormented by Silas in the form of Caroline. And uh, at first she thinks it is her friend and she's like, um, and you know, Silas is like, Bonnie, are you okay? And Bonnie's like, yeah, yeah. Like we're unlinked. It's all good. And she says that she's waiting for Ketsia. And then um, Silas shows his hand and says, you might be waiting a while. Ooh. Uh, so Silas says, Ketsia isn't coming, Bonnie. And Bonnie's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I saw Caroline. Like, I thought you couldn't get inside my head. And Silas says, that's what I wanted you to think. I can make you see Uh whatever I want you to see. Am I a disfigured monster? And then suddenly Silas appears as Stefan. Uh, He's like, of course not. The monster is what I wanted you to see. Then back to Caroline, that's the beauty of all of this. You have no idea who I am. Back to Stefan, or what I look like. Back to creepy hood guy, or how deep I am inside of your head. Then back to Stefan, you thought you were more powerful than me? Back to Caroline, I am stronger than you can imagine. I defeated the hunter's curse in minutes. You thought you could betray me? You can't. I will always be one step ahead. Silas is even pretty formidable, in my opinion. He's he's not Palpatine. <laughs> That's not even close to a true form. That's just some bullshit he cooked up. So good. I love that he's just like, what kind of spooky should I be? Uh, black robes? Uh, spooky fit. Like, I'm wondering um, how much research he did before he found his fake form of a of a spooky guy. He actually wrote the feature film Beastly. <laughs> 
No, so we have him to thank for blind Neil Patrick Harris. Always. My oh my. Diabolical. Um, so we're back with um like Elena and Steve. And Elena's like, how could you fucking save her? She was as good as dead. And Stefan's like, yeah, and so was Bonnie. They were linked. If you'd killed her, Bonnie would have died too. And, like, Elena doesn't believe it. And Stefan's like, no, I saw her. You almost killed your best friend. And Elena is suddenly like, you never wanted me to kill Catherine. Why are you protecting her? And Stefan says, listen to yourself. Your rage is making you crazy. Elena even goes so far as to accuse Stefan of still having feelings for her. And Stefan says, this isn't about Catherine. This is about Jeremy. Like, what you think, like, you think killing her will take all that pain away? It won't. And Elena's like, oh, and beating up cinder blocks will? And Stefan says, no, it's a distraction. Just like killing Catherine, just like turning your emotions off. The truth is there are no shortcuts. You're a vampire, Elena. Loss is part of the deal. I've been alive for 163 years. I've lost more loved ones than I can count, and it hurts me every single time. Ah. <laughs> Uh, so he says, you have to face your grief, but you don't have to do it alone. I can help you. And Elena's like, ugh, Stefan, always trying to help. Um, and, uh, Stefan's like, cool. Yeah. Transfer your rage onto me. That's great. Like, do that. And Elena's <laughs> like, I don't have to transfer anything. I can hate two people just fine, <laughs> which I do love and is petty. And she punches him in the face and she says, just like the cinder block, nothing. And leaves. Still a bitch. <laughs> what a bitch. Um, I don't mind. Like, I, this this feels, like, more valid, like, in terms of, like, expressing the anger and the grief. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't take any issue with this scene. So we go back to the grill, and, like, they're trying to snap Caroline out of it, but he keeps saying, like, I need to bleed. Silas wants me to bleed. Rebecca's like, stop it. You're hallucinating. Caroline, like, grabs for, like, weapons on the bar, and she's like, just let me do this. I need to do this. And Rebecca's like, you are going to cut your hands off. So um, Matt is on the phone with Damon, and is like, she's been here the whole time, which means that Silas is with you. And Damon's like, Fuck. And Matt's like, yeah, it gets worse. Cole's also around and he's looking for Elena and wants to kill her. And and Damon says, you got any good news for me, Donovan? And Matt says, I don't know, like, we'll handle this. <laughs> Just watch your back. So he hangs up. Damon turns to Alaric and is like, ugh. Okay, so we gotta, like, call Stefan, tell him about Caroline, tell him to keep an eye on Elena. He'll do a better job than me. And Alaric's like, Stefan? Isn't she your girlfriend? Pretty good point, man. <laughs> I need them to have like a two-hour conversation about all of Damon's bullshit. Because Alaric would have opinions. I love that there's like no need for catching up because they were there for all of it. Just not seen. Yeah. I love that part of it. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. Like... It just rules that it's, like, the idea that, like, it feels like Alaric has been yelling at Damon for months, like, <laughs> just off screen, and now gets to be like, listen, asshole, like, you yeah. gotta tighten up. <laughs> uh, uh, I just thought about Alaric dying in Damon's arms, he got really sad. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I like Alaric. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm... My eyes are just getting watery every time I think about a lark. I'm so sorry. Me too. I'm like getting misty. And I I, I know this is a complicated issue, but I I, I, I love Rick. Yeah. 
Um, we didn't ask for this. He didn't ask Nobody ever does. Nobody ever does. So Damon's like, I don't know. Who knows? She was sired to me. I know her emotions were off. I know she's so full of rage. She wants to rip Catherine's head off. So Rick's like, but you have no idea how she feels about you now and you're freaking out. And Damon's like, mm, cool stuff. <laughs> Little bitch. So then at the grill, um, like we we can't compel Caroline out of this. She's on vervain and she's screaming. She's like, let me go. And Rebecca says, look, Caroline, you're graduating. And she grabs one of her like graduation notices off the bar. And she's like, and Uncle Bob and Aunt Mary really want you to graduate with both your hands. <laughs> and so Rebecca cannot think of anything else so she just slaps Caroline across the face and we see her face go blank for a second and then she just goes Caroline just goes bitch <laughs> I am thrilled I am so happy it is um, some progress and growth on Rebecca's part that her immediate reaction wasn't to just slap the shit out of Caroline but it turns out that was what she needed. And Rebecca says, there's the Caroline I know and loathe. Oh. Oh, it makes so happy. It makes me so happy. <laughs> but also it makes so happy. It makes so happy. Uh, <laughs> you know, as, as Cheryl Crow said, if it makes so happy, <laughs> it can't be that bad. Oh my God. I am, um, again, my two brain cells are huddling together for warmth. So we go back to Bonnie and Silas, and she's like, stay away from me. And Silas says, gladly, once you finish the spell, then the veil's dropped completely, I can take the cure. And Silas says, I just want to pass on, Bonnie. I'll even let you kill me, and I'll be out of your life for good. Bonnie's like, but then every dead supernatural creature will be roaming the earth. And Silas says, well, if you don't help me, I'll be roaming the earth. <laughs> So, like, Bonnie says, I was never going to drop the veil. And Silas says, well, what was your plan? Like, powwow with Ketsia, <laughs> brainstorm ways to put me down. Ketsia's not coming. She wants me on the other side, with her for eternity. I mean, <laughs> she, she probably should move on, .org, obviously. But, like, <laughs> when, when you're as hot as both of them are, I understand where she's coming from. Look, you want to believe you can make it work, at least for how hot their kids would be. Again, Jill's furious. <laughs> Me She's and Galen Vaughn. I would wait for Galen Vaughn. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, this this uh, is what we get. This is, this is Jill's this is revenge. Galen Vaughn bit is Jill's revenge, and I do not like it. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, we're talking about actual hot people, and you're, like, talking about fucking Galen Vaughn. <laughs> With his accent that makes me smile. You know what? You might think Galen Vaughn's accent is special, but once you see the the epitome of a scene that is a Silas scene in season five, the epitome of any and all scenes that have ever existed on the Vampire Diaries, um, you'll never be the same again. I'm doing a little shimmy. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. I we're so close. We're so close. Any second now. <laughs> we should probably just stop podcasting after we see that scene. Like we pause the episode. Hop right on the pod. Hop on the pod, and then we retire. <laughs> so, um, like, Silas shifts into Damon, and, sorry, into Alaric, and is like, oh. into Turbo as well. Like the Power Rangers. I wish. Wow, how have we not done which Power Ranger is which for this cast? 
Please, please tell me. Who's who? Oh, ah. Uh, well, Damo is the Green Ranger. <laughs> okay. Stefan is is a uh, red, red yeah. so we got we got some we got some battling for supremacy there. Elaine is pink. Yeah, uh, Caroline has has to be yellow then. <laughs> Who's blue? And Bonnie is black because of racism, and Matt is blue. There we go. <laughs> and fucking Jeremy is Goldar. Catherine is Rita Repulsa. <laughs> Okay, next you know Tyler is Goldar. <laughs> Fucking Jeremy is Alpha. Ay ay ay. I was like, who's the like ooze that makes kids mean to their parents? <laughs> who's Ivan Ooze? Jesus. Who's Ivan Ooze? Is Silas Ivan Ooze? Probably. <laughs> oh, who's Gordon? Who's Gordon? Is it Rick? Is Rick Gordon? I don't know. I like my 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 Power Rangers memories are very hazy. Like I would watch them when I was pretty pretty little. Well, well, Gordon is their their Power Rangers boss. You know the the little screen. Oh, then yeah, that's Rick. <laughs> yes, I realized I kept calling Zordon Gordon. Don't know why I was so confident that it was Gordon, which is apparently just Gordon, really. Yes, Zordon. No need to correct me, please. Yeah, and then Alpha is the little the robot, and 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 that is Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy, hey. You Jeremy fans, stay tuned. Got a little something come for you. Um, so uh, Silas uh, basically suffocates Bonnie with magic, which is uh, no good. We cut right to the cemetery and Elena goes to Jeremy's headstone. Latoya was totally right. The one in the dream was like at the Gilbert family plot, whereas this one is not there because there is no room. This is like the side plot like where they had like Rick's like headstone because there's just no space and it's really sad yeah Elena reads reads his gravestone it says brother and friend what genius came up with that one also yeah we we were asking that in the dream (laughs) so she gives this monologue to the headstone explaining that she really wanted to kill Catherine for Jeremy but there's no point because it's just a distraction and she says she can't do this. She can't move on. And she says, if I don't want to, if that makes me weak, then fine. I'm weak, but I can't handle you being gone. I can't handle feeling like this anymore. And she just like sobs. Ow. Uh, so then Cole shows up and is like, I'm here to kill you. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> so then in the cave, Bonnie sees Grams. It is Grams. It's not a trick. It is our beloved Grams. Although that does make me question. So what happened to Grams at the beginning of the season? No idea. It's like, uh, let's let's pretend none of that happened. Yeah, that feels weird. Um, So Grams is like, it's really mean. She's like, and this isn't, but what isn't real is like what Silas did to you. Like, feel the air in your lungs. You can breathe. And she's like, no, you're Silas. And she's like, would Silas try to save your life? Breathe. And it works, and it's Grams, and they hug, and it's so nice. She says, like, like Bonnie says, I was so worried about you. And she says, I know, but I'm okay. I've been watching over you. And Bonnie apologizes for messing up, but Graham says that she can still stop Silas. 
And Bonnie's like, but like, no, like Ketsy was able to immobilize him, but I have no idea how to do it. Like, I, I don't know how to put him down. And Graham says, you can do it. Expression is the manifestation of your will. You could do anything. I don't like it, but sometimes there are no choices. You are strong enough. You can do this. Mm. It's so nice to see Graham's. So, so such a cute moment. I love all the hugs in this episode. Again, the adults are back in the building. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when our characters were vaguely happy, even though they weren't like it wasn't perfect, but like mm-hmm. they had moments where they could be happy and loved. Yeah, I miss. Uh so uh Damon runs into uh Alaric Silas, and Alaric Silas is like, Hey, it's me, your friend Alaric, definitely not Silas, and Damon's like, Nope, and like chokes him with a chain. And he's and David's like, you are not Alaric. I've spent more time in these tunnels than I care to admit. There's no way you just came from the school. Your mind games don't work on me. And then Bonnie shows up and she's like, I might not be able to kill you, but I can stop you. So she like uses, she expresses the fuck out of him. She says, I'll make the blood clot in your veins. Every bone, muscle, and joint in your body will turn to stone. You won't have any power over us anymore. And so his, like, body starts to harden, and his face starts to, like, change into something more resembling the spooky hooded guy. And he tries to, like, kind of move away, but he ends up basically, like, hiding in a corner like this and turning to stone so you can't really see his face and bonnie says he can't hide behind his mind control anymore he's becoming his true self and damon says who exactly might his true self be and bonnie says i guess we'll never know which uh it's not the best writing the show's ever done (laughs) obviously we've told you jill that you're gonna know what he looks like and i feel like if you didn't even know that this one would tell you oh you're gonna know what he looks like (laughs) um yeah this is a a a favorite line of uh, michael chasen's he likes to clown on this one i'm surprised he didn't storm in uh, to to give his two cents on this one he was he's like thinking about coming for the finale if we will have him because there's another one in that oh yeah i know he's been waiting yeah he's We've all been waiting, besides Joe, because we don't know what we're talking about. So we go back to the cemetery. Cole's kicking the shit out of Elena. And he's like, this is what I've missed. Two people connecting. He says, it's lonely on the other side. Like, And once you're there, like being invisible is going to drive you crazy. He's like, the way that you couldn't see me standing in front of you or feel my breath on your cheek as I whispered all the ways I wished for you to suffer. And it's like, we get it. You're mean. It's it's crazy, uh, the song You Don't See Me from Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> that's about cool. This is the place. Uh, so Elena's like, just like kill me. You'd be doing me a favor. And Cole says, as you wish, darling. But who stops him but one boy? He's a big boy. But he's also a he's little a boy. boy. He's a jacked child. It's Jeremy! Why did you do that to us? Because we gotta. Um, Jeremy's like, how many times do I need to kill you? And it rules. Um, Like, Stefan shows up, snaps Cole's neck, and we're like, cool, we're done with that guy. Jeremy and Elena embrace uh, in a normal way. 
I was going to say, it was a normal hug. Because he saved the usual hug later for Bonnie, actually. (laughs) Which makes sense. Yeah, that's someone you could hug like that. Um, It's so nice. It's really nice. See Elena, see Jeremy. Yeah. I'm grateful to see Jeremy. At least that is normal. God, we are so desperate for the return to normalcy. (laughs) Just like in in 2020, we are so desperate for the return to normalcy that we'll take this. We'll take Joe Biden. We'll take Jeremy Gilbert. We'll take it all. Yeah. Jeremy Gilbert's kind of like the Joe Biden of the Vampire Diaries. Well, that's a, a true insult to Joe Biden. Let's, let's not go that far. <laughs> You're right. Strike it from the record. Uh. So we cut to later. Um, Bonnie and Damon and Stefan are all together and they're like, okay, we have to get rid of Silas's body. But like, you know, because if he gets one drop of blood, he's back to his old shit. And, and Stefan's like, okay, well, let's drop him in the middle of the ocean like we should have done to Klaus. Drop in the oh, ocean. Yeah. Dropping Silas in the ocean is what we are doing for the drop in the ocean. Um, so Elena like goes to Bonnie and is like, I don't know what to say. And Bonnie's like, you don't have to say anything. And Elena's like, I don't know. Kind of feel like I should. I was a real bitch. And Bonnie says, you weren't you. I know what that's like. I wasn't me for a long time. We can talk about it later. But also, uh, let, let Elena do apologies because we got a season of them even before she lost her humanity that we gotta do. And also, cue Missy Elliott, she's a bitch. <laughs> so, um, Jeremy thanks Bonnie and she's and Bonnie says, I'll give you guys as much time as I can. They have a sexually charged hug and she's like, but obviously, like, I do have to pull the veil up at some point. So, Stefan's like, eh, I guess I gotta get Cole's body somewhere. <laughs> Um, Elena and Stefan kind of have a like a longing look, and Stefan's just like, no, you're welcome back. Um, and then Elena says, There isn't enough time. And Damon says, It'll never be enough time. And Elena tries to apologize to Damon, and Damon stops her and is like, No, just go say goodbye to your, you know, dead brother. And uh Elena turns back to go with Jeremy and uh hugs him again. And it's it's nice. So then uh at the grill. Stefan walks in. Caroline's there. She's like, good, you're here. Let's celebrate. Stefan's like, I don't really feel like celebrating. And Caroline's like, come on, Silas is dead or whatever. And you're just sitting here like a bump on a log. And Stefan looks really sad and says, there was someone I thought I would see today and I didn't. That's all. That hurt. Ow. Oh. Ouch, 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 that ouch. hurted. Um, yeah, fuck that. Thank God that we hear Lexi say, you better mean me. Yes. They look up at each other. Stefan is so happy. Is this the happiest we've been all season, actually? I was so happy. Yes. This is the happiest I've been since T-Klaus. Ugh. Oh, yeah. T-Klaus. <laughs> It's a, different, it's a different kind of happy. <laughs> yes. So Lexi thanks Caroline for keeping an eye on Stefan and they hug and it's great. And I feel joy again. Remember joy. And I'm not oh. talking about Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> um, it feels so good. I'm so happy. Um, we go to a Damon and Rick scene. They're loading Silas into the trunk of a car and they're like, Jesus, he's heavy. Uh, Rick 
um, and Damon start drinking from a flask. And Rick's like, can't think of a more appropriate way to spend my last moment as a semi-living person. <laughs> and Damon gives him shit. He's like, oh, sorry, you got somewhere better to be? And Rick's like, I guess not. Um, so he takes a big old swig and Damon says, I thought you were cutting back. And Rick says, yeah, well, I thought you were going to take care of the children. <laughs> Letting Damon know that he was with him in the cemetery. And Damon's like, oh, you heard that? That's not creepy. Um, so then, uh, Rick hands over a big old Jolly Rancher. It's the cure. <laughs> and he's like, I uh, thought it might do more use here than three miles below sea level. And Damon says, well, what am I supposed to do with this? And Rick just smiles at him and says, get the girl, which is nice. Um, but how is um, Damon? Oh, I'm, I'm nodding my head, listeners, by the way. I'm nodding my head in agreement. <laughs> I'm like, but how is Damon supposed to date Elena successfully without Rick around to, like, kick his ass whenever he gets it wrong? <laughs> like, it can't work like this. So uh, we go, we see um, Stefan and Lexi are like walking down a street in Mystic Falls. Lexi is clowning on Stefan and laughing at him about Elena punching him in the face. And she is like, take a hint, buddy. <laughs> I mean, he has, he has moved on again. Like it's, I, this season makes it very clear that Stefan's moved on. And I think as much as they failed in trying to make Elena moved on, as we've discussed, mm -hmm. I think at least they, it worked in making Stefan move on. Yes, and and I think I think she's just like giving him shit because I I do think like the show thinks that too. I mean, yes, well, clearly we know she she has a, a new ship that she has has set sail. Yes, she says I see I've been replaced by another blonde, and then she kind of like gives Stefan the look, and he's like, "What are you doing? What's that look?" And Lexi goes, "She's cute." And Stefan says, "Don't start." And Lexi rolls her eyes, and it's just like, "Do start." The do friends start. are here. <laughs> I am not well. Uh, we cut to Bonnie and Grams, and um, the fun part of the episode ceases to happen. Um, Bonnie is gonna try to bring back Jeremy. I understand why you would do this for like the closure, because that's what you're doing with Elena to, to let uh, Bonnie see Jeremy. But considering what sh what Silas used to get her on board, you don't show Bonnie Jeremy. <laughs> Because this, this is what happens. Yeah. Um, so she's like, Elena needs him. This was always the plan. Jeremy was not supposed to die. And Grams is like, I, like, this is like the will of nature. Like, there's no magic in this world strong enough to challenge it. And Bonnie's like, I have every magic. I have the spirits. I have expression. I have the darkness. And <laughs> the so, darkness. So these, like, really dark veins start popping up beneath Bonnie's skin. And Grams is like, hey, what if you didn't do this? And Bonnie says, Fesmatos, bitch. Because she has the spirits now, because she has everything. So she can fest mottos all over the place now. And then she, uh, like, gasps and falls to the ground, but I'm sure it's no problem. Uh, <laughs> we go to the grill, and we have a Matt and Rebecca scene, and uh, vibes are nice. Matt says, in case Caroline didn't thank you for pulling her out of the hallucination earlier, thanks. And Rebecca's <laughs> like, I'm just glad I got a chance to hit her. Um, and then they're laughing. And things seem like they're nice, and they are yet again cock-blocked by another ghost. <laughs> fucking Grusalog-looking ex is out wandering around, and Rebecca's like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> and uh, the lights start to come back on. And Rebecca's like, okay, maybe everything's fine. And like the veil's almost up and he'll disappear. But then Alexander sees them and starts like heading towards them. And Matt's like, or not. And Rebecca's like, we should get the fuck out of there. They turn around and there is Connor Jordan and Galen Vaughn. My man. And Connor says, you should. And Vaughn says, too bad you can't. <laughs> I will take one line. I will take it. I'll be happy. Shut up, Jill. <laughs> I was going to ask, whoever created the name Connor Jordan, do you think they were a fucking Green Lantern nerd and like, well, Hal Jordan sucks, but like if we make him like a fucking Jon Stewart who's black, mm-hmm. that's cool. And it's like, no, we're not actually going to write for this character. <laughs> You're stupid. Oh, uh, yeah. Would have been cool if Connor was cool, you know? imagine he's so hot he is and like he does some cool stuff he just like ultimately kind of ends up not being all there he has the most dimension of the other two like they have nothing (laughs) one's the fucking grusel and one's fucking galen vaughn they're garbage they're just absolute garbage and jill i'm sure agrees that galen vaughn is garbage as is alexander but especially galen vaughn (laughs) just trash a trash man no one has ever liked galen vaughn (laughs) jill is gonna kill us i'll let you go off (laughs) i'll accept myself as no one It's your girl, no one. <laughs> Bad girl of podcasting, no one. Um, our final scene is that Bonnie comes to, and she turns and she sees her Grams, and her Gram says, "Sorry, Bonnie, the spell was just too much." And she steps aside, revealing Bonnie's corpse. To which Cad Graham delivers quite well the line, "Oh my God, I- I'm dead." The Vampire Diaries! Galen Vaughn is perfect. He's never done anything wrong. <laughs> um, Jill, did Galen Vaughn make your rankings? He did not, unfortunately. <laughs> she doesn't commit that much to the bit, doesn't it? <laughs> um, would, you, would you give us our rankings, please? I'm really excited. Yeah, buckle up, you guys. Can you give us can you give us a little a little explanation after each ranking? Sometimes when it's just the recitation of the list, I long for more, you know? Yeah. Um, we do have a tie at number five. Uh my favorite duo right now, Bonnie and Kathy. Yes! <laughs> Absolutely fucking love them. Remember when Bonnie was in the top two back in the day? Uh, back when they out. knew how to write her. <laughs> well, did they? <laughs> <laughs> Who's number four? <laughs> number four is Miss Caroline Forbes. <laughs> she she got me in the first episode with her mom. All that stuff. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. They, she so was unconscious good. for way too long, Liz Forbes. That was wrong to do to all of us. Number three, we have Rebecca <gasps> for being an absolute sweetie and also just smacking Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> NBC's the slap. <laughs> the slap. <laughs> the slap. Yeah. The shrimp he, just, he, just sl- he just slapped that kid. <laughs> he slapped. <I'm> just- <laughs> We're both doing New Zealand. 
Yep, I can't do it. I can only do. Because uh, we're saying it's like slipped. It's like nope, we're 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 not okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to every Australian. I'm sorry to Claire Holt and Phoebe Tonkin. We don't mean it. Come on the pod, Jill. Who's number two, baby? Are you ready? I'm so excited. Yes, we want to know. Number two is Matt Donovan. <laughs> I hoped, but I didn't. I. We got there. All of that first episode. Matt. He made it. Number two. Silver medal. Now, and what did that for you? Was it all his deep sadness? (laughs) Yeah. And just like sacrificing himself. I want to know what that conversation was like with Damon. Yeah. Damon being like, hey, so we need you to die. Uh, pop this ring on, QB. I'm gonna be breaking your neck in front of Elena. Think it, um, I know. <laughs> and it did. He was the one that got her to do it. So he good. Did it. So good. I noticed someone missing who I was told would be on this list. You are correct. In the absence of Tyler, <laughs> my number one is Stefan. <laughs> Number one, boy! I feel like it's no explanation needed. That is a a man among boys in these episodes. Uh, a hunk. The way you tried to fight your love of Stefan for so long. <laughs> I just like, I wanted Damon so bad. And then when we got Damon, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> what fresh hell is this? Fair, like watching those early seasons, you had every reason to assume it would be fun when she was with Damon. <laughs> but I also think that if I were to go back and watch, I think the Stefan that I like is the Stefan not with Elena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you prefer it because it, it is kind of like you watch him find himself a little more. Yeah. Like he can't define himself by the person that he's in love with. He has to like stand on his own two feet and like find something to keep him going besides that which i think is like that like damon does not know how to have how to be good without elena like that Mm. he needs to have something else to make him want that and like rick's gone like come on we see with this season that stefan like actually grew in those three past three seasons whereas damon we thought grew and uh the season's like how we like regrets no that count (laughs) yeah uh, all the growth you thought was happening and that you uh, talked about a lot at length and you're like, this is good. This is good writing because mm-hmm. it was. It's like, I you know it's bullshit and uh, this is the only writing that matters because uh, I don't want to wait <laughs> for Elena to move on. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird, it's, we- he regresses. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a bummer to see because you want, but progress is not a straight line. Maybe one day. Demo will be a demo you can love again. I hope so, but I'm like very much Stefan right now. <laughs> Stefan is good. I think that's also part of the magic of the show is that like if they do it right, you should change allegiances at least once or twice. Oh, I know. I'm like, will we ever change allegiances? Obviously, I, I, I mostly prefer Stefan, but just like, that's for other reasons besides just like the triangle. I'm like, I, again, season six, beautiful season. I think uh, the allegiance will shift again. 
Although I don't, he's not really a versus. It's just like you're gonna love Damon in season six. I do. Like Lisa Loeb said, I do. I do. <laughs> My allegiance lies with Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know. <laughs> well, yes, we know. We're talking about in, in, in one through three on the call sheet. <laughs> Remember, Ian's number three. We learned that. Give us that call sheet, though. I don't think we we've yet dropped an episode where we actually acknowledge that he is number three. I don't think that's happened in the episodes we've dropped, despite learning it. Number three. I would like uh, to tell you guys my crushes for this episode. Please do. I would like to hear your crushes. I would like to tell you that the first one is unsurprising. It is Matt Donovan. <laughs> That's my sad boy. He deserves it all and he gets nothing. <laughs> like even like Rebecca and him like in the second episode keep like almost doing something and then magic ruins it over and over again. It's like allow him to have a moment of peace. And then the second crush is Lexi, because when I saw her, I felt absolute utter joy. I was so happy. She is so cute and warm and beautiful. And I just like, ugh. Ariel Kebbell, come on the pod. Um, yes, Ariel Kebbell is actually number one. Come on the pod. Come yeah. on the pod. <laughs> Let me compliment you. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are those are mine for, for the ups. Um, let's see. Number one, who 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 is attractive? Who am I liking? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I'm last. Come come to me later. Okay. My crushes rhyme in my notes. They're two duos. So the first first episode crush is Matt and Bex. The second episode is Stephen Lex. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Okay, I'm taking that too. That's mine. Hell yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Perfect. No notes. <laughs> Honestly, my best work on this podcast so far. <laughs> Making that rhyme. Love it. God, we're almost done, guys. We're so close. It's going to be fun. And we're going to see Silas. In, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, and with that, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. <laughs> the fun of editing this oh it's gonna be a wild ride but um before we go jill do you want to have any predictions about the season finale i don't know remember it's called graduation and we will be singing vitamin c even more than we did at the beginning of this podcast Mm -hmm. they're gonna graduate interesting oh really wait are they all gonna graduate because remember they're all failing is tyler gonna graduate he's not even here Is Tyler going to come back? Wait, if Klaus is gone, Tyler can come back. Right? Who knows? Tyler's going to come back. It has a certain kind of logic to it. (laughs) What? (laughs) My brain. It's a little rusty, but it's working. (laughs) But no spoilies. (laughs) Well, I'm really excited to watch it with you guys. Remember, the veil is still dropped, (laughs) Jill. Oh, we got all the dead people. I don't even remember who died. <laughs> you don't You don't remember who died on this show? Wait, does this mean Jenna can come back? She was a vampire, which means yeah. she could be on the other side. Yeah. And Anna? I did ask where Mason was. 
you you were like, where the fuck is Mason? What did you do? The word ghost symbol? You're like, where the fuck is Mason? <laughs> Red dick. <laughs> we already have established bitch Anne found peace. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one who found peace. <laughs> bitch Anne. <laughs> well, we're going to see. <laughs> Again, it's also only established from our point of view. Yeah, I mean. It's only the one from Ghost World. I'm yes. pretty sure we're right, so. <laughs> Oh, she found peace without Fred Dick. Wow. Well, I think that's the only way you're going to find it. Poor Finn probably woke up and was like, God damn it. No, he probably found peace. He died. <laughs> but so did um, um, the other one. The fuck is his name? Cole. Cole, Cole, Cole didn't want to die. Finn did. <laughs> oh, you're correct. Remember, Finn was all about dying. <laughs> you're correct. All right. Sage? Ooh. Uh, Please. Girl. <laughs> or maybe not for the way we get. <laughs> yeah, it might not be best for us. <laughs> if our podcast has been canceled by the time this drop. If everyone has been like, whoa, you guys really uh, saved? <laughs> everyone just throws virtual tomatoes at us. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> But still, love her with all my heart. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With all my garbage soul. <laughs> you and your garbage soul. <laughs> Sage. All right. Um, should we do plugs or do they know where to find us by now? If you don't know where to find us, I'm sorry. But you'll never find us. Not even Jill. She has an interesting <laughs> name on Twitter. I do. I can never change it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the thing. Find us and then perform our riddles three. Yeah, um, you could, yeah, if you can answer our riddles three, then you're allowed to follow all of us on Twitter. But uh, search for the show on like uh, Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Yeah, actually, you can tell them Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And oh yeah, uh, we are. I mean, just like search Empire Diaries and you'll find us. Um, that's I'm, hard. Like if you Google Empire Diaries, is like, do you mean Vampire Diaries? Uh, our Instagram is at Empire Diaries Pod. And our Twitter, which I'm going to have for you just any second. You're not even going to believe it. Amp Diaries Pod? Is Amp Diaries Pod. And you can email us at theampiradiariespod at gmail.com. One day you'll get it all perfectly. One day I'll memorize it all. Uh, And we can't wait to hear from you. And um, thank you for rating and reviewing and subscribing to our podcast. If you haven't done that, please do that. Five stars, baby. Nothing less. Please. You can't do anything more. We would want more. We, we like to game the system, but uh, only five stars you can do. Do it. Do it to us one more time. <laughs> um, all right. That's, that's it for us. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye, bitches. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Do, 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 Are you ready? <laughs> I just think all of the little bit of Lexus. I just think all of it. I'm a Lamborghini. I'm a Hollywood <laughs> star. I'm a We're little bit tipsy, tipsy when, when I, I drive, drive my car. car. I'm expensive sushi. I'm a I'm huge cute yacht. I'm a little bit little single. Bit even when, when I'm, I'm not. I'm a little bit of A little bit of Lexus A little bit of Lexus